People always debate it. Who's the greatest player of all time? Dumb question. It should be who's the greatest team of all time? WGAG Radio. Sorry, Showtime. WGAG Radio. Back to back. WGAG Radio. First three P. WGAG Radio. Even with the flu. WGAG Radio. No push off. WGAG Radio. And my favorite. Tough to beat that. What? You think there's someone else? Prove it. I'm identified with the whole yeah. through evolution. Okay. They went on through through us in that bitch too, and we became identified as their evolution that's right. process. Mm-hmm. And that's them are death. Both of those paths are death. Mm. Okay, let's go into nine because we got less than an hour now remaining. So let's move forward. Okay, so we clear on the on the winter season and all that shit, right? Yeah, no, we mm-hmm. in eight. Yeah. We in eight. And how they decided to supplant themselves, supplant the, the purpose of supplanting the Ethiopians so that death could reign and rule in this time and season. Okay, right. eight. When a universe gets old, it weakens. And in order to regain its strength again for survival, it must rest. That is go through a long period of loose relaxation. Relaxation from its highest standards, which require the greatest concentration of its best energies. Damn. So... And he called it a long period of loose relaxation. Wait, 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 wait. That's some interesting shit. When a universe gets old, it weakens. And in order to regain its strength again for survival, it must rest. That is, go through a long period of loose relaxation. Relaxation from its highest standards, which require the greatest concentration of its best energies. Mm. (laughs) After the rest, guess what it's called? Evolution. After the rest, called, I'm sorry, after the rest, called evolution, it is able by nature to regroup its energies and pull itself back to its highest standard and greatest existence, which is the summer of the the universe. (sighs) That's some powerful shit. That's the same shit I fucking do when winter comes. I, I just right. do sh- long periods of loose relaxation. Relaxation, right. I don't do shit. Hell yeah, I don't do nothing. Don't call, right. don't ask for no book. Don't motherfucker ask me to do right. anything extra. I don't do a goddamn thing. Look, for real, because right. winter is death for me. That's some straight up, right. that's some ugly, nasty shit going around yeah. this motherfucker. Who can live in and this nature, shit? Nature shows us this. Nature shows us this. The trees are bare. The, the shit don't grow. It, it tells right yeah, the leaves, like the, the tree ain't finna do a damn thing, is it? <laughs> that <laughs> motherfucker ain't finna ripen nothing on that damn uh, root of his. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, I get it. So I'm clear. Let's read that part again now. You want to read it again? Okay. Some good shit right here. This is good stuff. <laughs> this is good stuff. <laughs> when a universe gets old, it weakens. And in order to regain its strength again for survival, for survival, it must rest. That is, go through a long period of loose relaxation. Relaxation from its highest standard, which requires the greatest concentration of its best energy. After the rest, called evolution, so we know that rest is also evolution. After the rest, called evolution, it is able by nature to regroup its energies and pull itself back to its highest standard and greatest existence, which is the summer of the universe. Imagine seeing that when, when they come out of hibernation, when one of them comes out of hibernation and all of a sudden you just get a big ass explosion. Boom. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, and it's and the powerful part about it, Fireline, is when it says it is able by nature to regroup its energies and pull itself back to its highest standard <laughs> and greatest existence, which is the sum of the universe. Right. Damn, that's beautiful. Wow. That's, beautiful what we have going on. that's what we have going on this planet right now. If you ask me that. Because I remember, I remember a statement that was saying that we are all universes. Right. We just ain't that big. Yeah. We have everything that the universe has inside of our body. Inside of us. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But, but what, I, what I'm saying is, do these people who are watching shit through these, are they watching one of these constellations wake up? Mm. <laughs> but that's what the, that's before, that's, um. That would be some damn. shit. That's some shit Imagine right there. that. Imagine that shit. And I know they are. You know when 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 something comes out of hibernation, they come out slowly, right? They just don't wake up and jump up, right? They come mm-hmm. out slow. So you would have to see those stars uh, that are making up that constellation start moving apart. Mm. Incredible. Mm. That means it's now Babylon, what Philon just said, it now resurrects into Nyanisa. It starts to resurrect. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it, decomposes, it decompresses and goes back to normal mm. shape, which would be an explosion in the Which would be an explosion. Which would be the Big Bang theory they keep talking about. Mm, that's right. That's what it was. Wait, no, right? I didn't hear that. Can, I can, can see I hear that, that again? I can, I can see that a universe is, is born again through nature, regrouping its energies and pulling itself back to the highest and greatest form. And then in the summer of the universe, boom, <laughs> that explosion takes place. That would be some shit. Yeah. Everybody on this planet would fucking die. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh my goodness! 
Let's go to nine. The winter season, we're still in the winter of the universe. So the winter season of the universe produced the chimpanzee monkey. The winter season of the universe produced the chimpanzee monkey, and a branch of the chimpanzee evolved into the Phoenician race, the Phoenician race. An East Indian type of people who occupied the northern regions of Africa and certain portions of Asia, especially Western Asia, who are known today as Arabs. This people in the time past represented the sun god for Leviathan, the zodiac, which is six ether. In time past, the chief god of the Phoenician were called Elyon and Ra, but are called Allah today, and were called Zeus by the Greeks, by the Greeks, and Jupiter by the Romans, and Merduk or Anu by the Babylonians. Did we get that? Ooh, that's some heavy shit. Everybody clear on that? Everybody sleep? No comment, huh? Ha! <laughs> well, you didn't get it, Trinity? Let's do it again. The winter season of the universe produced the chimpanzee monkey, and a branch of the chimpanzee evolved into the Phoenician race, which is the East Indian type of people who occupied the northern regions of Africa and certain portions of Asia, especially Western Asia, and are known today as Arabs. Arabs, their God is Allah. This people in time past represented the sun God for Leviathan, the Zodiac, which is six ether. In time past, the chief god of the Phoenicians were called Elyon. I'll spell it E-L-Y-O-N. And Ra, but are called Allah today. Allah today. And were called Zeus by the Greeks and Jupiter by the Romans and Merduk or Anu by the Babylonians. Ten. Six ether is non-ether in death. Just as mankind is taught, P-T-A-H, in physical death. In count one, which we did on Neff show Friday, we define non-ether as the combination of all existing gases and chemicals. Like non-ether, six ether is conscious gases. Like non-ether, Six ether is conscious gases, but six ether is not the complete combination of all gases and chemicals, meaning it is void of the gases and chemicals that are necessary for universal life because it lost them through age and exhaustion. This is how non-ether became six ether by the nature of nature. The zodiac is six ether in the atmosphere of the universe and in animal flesh and blood. Again, six ether is non-ether in death. The sun emanates non-ether during the universal summer, which is the universal life, and six ether during the universal winter, which is universal death, 
ether is conscious fire gases. 11. The winter seasons of the universe produce the gibbon monkey. That's spelled G-I-B-B-O-N. You can talk on your phone. You can act on your phone. You can do everything else on your phone. But you can't. Give us a second real quick. Okay, so the winter season of the universe produced the gibbon monkey, and a branch of the gibbon evolved into the Indian race. Are we clear? A branch of, now we went through the the chimpanzee, uh, is it the chimpanzee we just read? Yeah, a branch of the chimpanzee evolved into the Phoenician, okay? Now we're into the gibbon monkey, and a branch of the gibbon monkey evolved into the Indian race, the type of people that live in India and Pakistan and their descendants on other parts of the planet. Now, Phoenicians and Indians have crossbred down through the years, and many American Indians were crossbred with Mongolians. Like the chimpanzee and orangutan, the gibbon came forth from the waters in Indonesia on the equator approximately 18 million years ago. Like the time the chimpanzee and the gibbon for their respective developments into a race, a branch of the orangutan also took 12 million years to evolve into a physical erect people called the Mongolian race. This is heavy. Mongolians are people like the Japanese and Chinese and their descendants in other parts of the earth. The Phoenician, Indian, and Mongolian races are original man, the father and mother of all mankind. Mankind is all peoples with straight hair by nature. Mankind is all peoples with straight hair by nature. Twelve. When a body dies, it is exposed to water or atmospheric gases. That body will swell bigger and bigger. And this is one way we Ethiopian scientists know that evolution is death of the body called the universe because the being, the parts of the universe, swell to greater proportions and this is developed and this is development of decay. And Babylon mentioned that with the universe's contraction yield. Right? I think that's what you meant by is swelling. So let me go back. Let me get this clear. Yeah. I'm clear. okay, let me get it clear. Okay. Right, Babylon? That's what you meant by it swell, it contracts or some shit. You say yield or some shit. Yeah, that's right, Don. Expand that contract. Right. Okay, so when a body dies, it is exposed to water or atmospheric gases. That body will swell bigger and bigger. And this is one way we Ethiopian scientists know that evolution is death of the body called the universe. Because the beings, the parts of the universe, swell to greater portions, and this is development of decay. Evolution is the magnification of death in the manifestation of the zodiac. And the zodiac is six, and six is the animal world and its powers including mankind, which is king of the animal world. 
We got six more pages. Thirteen. The Phoenician race represents the sun for Leviathan. The Indian race represented the earth for Leviathan. And the Mongolian race, that's probably why they call Mongolian, Mongolian. And the Mongolian race represents the moon for Leviathan. And Leviathan is six ether, the zodiac, in the atmosphere of the universe and in flesh and blood called animals. That shit was incredible, right? The Phoenician race represented the sun for Leviathan. The Indian race represented the earth for Leviathan. And the Mongolian race represented the moon for Leviathan. And Leviathan is six ether, the zodiac, in the atmosphere of the universe and in the flesh and blood called animals. Ethiopians, here, you read a brief introduction to six, the chief of whom is mankind. The serpent symbolizes the sun for Leviathan, okay? Now, that's the Phoenician race, right? The serpent, because they love the serpent. The crocodile symbolizes the earth for Leviathan, which is the Indian race. And the monkey symbolizes the moon for the same, for Leviathan, which is the Mongoloid race, the Chinese and, what you, who else? The Chinese and the Japanese, right? Because it makes sense because they worship the monkeys, the Mongoloids, the Chinese and the Japanese. It all makes sense now. B, is moving to the purpose of religion. Are y'all ready for and, and, and they, um... Remember now, one part I caught, I, meant, I tried to mention this earlier, where he said that the monkey, now this was some deep shit, walked out of the waters in Indonesia. In Indonesia. Now, lay your hand, try to wrap, wrap minds around that. A monkey walked out of the water. Now it makes sense why he's speaking on the fucking alligator being mm. one mm. And the serpent. monkey being another, and now you got homo saurus a reptilian being known as mm. a Phoenician, Indonesian, Indochina, Indo-European, albino mm. reptile on his deathbed claiming to be God. Mm. The and it, now it makes sense. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Damn. That's, what, that's, what, that's what's going on right here. That, that's the monkeys from Planet of the Apes. For real. On zoo. The zoo animals. And if anybody wants Always to... Always smelling the motherfucker. Look where Indonesia at, and then see why he used the word original man for the Indian on the map. Look where Indonesia at, and then look where the aboriginal Australian is, and then you'll see the split in the two from the original, from the monkey man in Indonesia to the original in India and to the fucking um, aboriginal in mm-hmm. Australia. And you'll see those three, Indonesia Australia and India splitting each other where the monkey man split in the two groups, being one black Hindu and one black Australian, and one with blonde hair, six ether, and one with dark hair, six ether. And some of them moved up into what you call China, which mixed with the white man, Russian, and there you go. Mm. That's the thing of them. Thank you, Babylon. Okay, let's get into the purpose of religion. B, the purpose of religion. 14. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
If one does not know the composition and nature of what he worships, for all he knows, it may be a monster. Mm. Scientifically, religion is the interference of the dead into the lives of the living. Mm. Let's do it again. What's the definition for religion scientifically? It is the interference of the dead into the lives of the living. Holler if you hear mm. me. That's That's strong. That's strong right there. Scientifically, religion is the interference of the dead into the lives of the living. The dead are those negative forces of nature who must oppress, suppress, repress, and subsist on living substances and living beings in order to survive. Six ether is the power of the dead because it is evolutionary forces that cause things to get old, die, and decay. Therefore, the prime purpose of religion is to spellbind people to do the will of the dead for survival of the dead. Mm. Therefore, the prime purpose of religion is to spellbind people to do the will of the dead for survival of the dead. Religious worship increases the power of the dead and makes the dead stronger to cause more suffering and more death. And the more deaths there are, the stronger the dead get unless the deaths are neutralized and counteracted by new cycle gases, which is the revolutionary cycle gases. Was that too much? Was that mm-hmm. too fast or too much or all at the same time? No, no. Welcome. Okay. Final time. Okay. Everybody let clear on that. Okay. Fifteen. Scientifically, the Bible is the universal book of the dead. Again, scientifically, The Bible is the universal book of the dead, scientifically. And scientifically, religion is the interference of the dead into the lives of the living. (laughs) Scientifically, the Bible is the universal book of the dead. There is no one in the Bible today who is living. Everyone in it is dead. And the beings, six ether and ghosts, that people of that Bible were talking about were dead. Hence, by all means, it is the book of the dead, and those who believe in it today are dead, mentally dead. Therefore, in your mental death, which is universal ignorance, it is the preacher's job to get you ready for physical death to make the dead stronger. Mm. I repeat that again. This is too fucking heavy. We should have had a private goddamn meeting on this one. This shit in too heavy. <laughs> we should have did this in the closet. Man. God damn. You know, Scientifically. Huh? Yeah, this universal ignorance. Uh. Yeah, and it is the preacher's job to get you ready for physical death to make the dead stronger. Everyone in that book is dead. 
and the being, six Ethan ghosts, that the people of that Bible were talking about were dead. Hence, by all means, it is the book of the dead, and those who believe in it today are dead, mentally dead. Therefore, in your mental death, which is universal ignorance, it is the preacher's job to get you ready for physical death to make the dead stronger. Without a doubt, the Bible is the eulogy of the dead. Without a doubt, the Bible is the eulogy of the dead. And thereby, those who believe in it are worshipers of the dead. 16. Jesus is six ether, and God is ghost, the conscious gases of death. The two are opposites of the same thing, Leviathan, the Zodiac. One chief symbol of the Zodiac is the cross, which comes from the word crescent and crocodile. The words cross and crescent refer to the moon, and the moon is six power. The moon is a dead universal body that supports the cemetery and multiplies negative forces called demons and monsters and ghouls. The word demon means dead moon. Look at it. D-moon. Dead moon. The word demon means dead moon and dead mind. The word monster means moon star, meaning Moon actor. That's deep, ain't it? A star is an actor. That's some deep shit. The word monster means moon star, meaning moon actor. The word ghoul means ghost soul. Let's look at the word itself because it kind of makes it difficult if you can't really see the spelling. G-H-O-U-L. G-H-O-U-L. Ghost G-H-O-U-L, soul. The word ghoul means ghost soul. The word monkey means moon key. The moon is the base of the dead. And because it is dead, it supports and magnifies death. 17. We got 30 minutes remaining. I hope I can get... Goddamn, this bullshit. 17. God is the dead, and this is why they say you cannot see God and live. And it's also why they say you cannot see God until you die. God is ghosts, the gases that the dead emanate. Six ether subsists on the living being and eventually destroys the living being. And when the living being dies, it becomes God as the ghost gases evaporate into the atmosphere. Wherever you see the cross, the dead is there, either the physical dead or the mental dead or both. We see the cross on the church, and the mental dead hangs out there. We see the cross in the graveyard, and the physical dead stays there. Ethiopian culture does not support the dead. And this is why our ancestors burned dead bodies instead of burying them. Dead bodies multiply and emanate negative forces that must live on and destroy the living in order to survive. Ghouls, which is ghost souls, 
ghouls subsist on dead bodies and get stronger and more powerful to possess people and create diseases or diseases and cause people to kill each other. 18. One reason mankind's civilization is so adverse, unclean, and chaotic is because in most cases he buries dead bodies instead of burning them. The words Caucasianity, listen to the word Caucasianity, civilization, and Christianity. So you got civilization and Christianity is the word for Caucasianity. <laughs> Are synonymous in meaning. The words Caucasianity, civilization, and Christianity are synonymous in meaning. For all three mean the Caucasian race's degree of intelligence. Therefore, another person of religion is to another purpose, I'm sorry, another purpose of religion is to control the minds of the captive masses by keeping them ignorant so that the Caucasian which means the posterity of the dead, can use them at will and exploit them for the benefit of the dead. 19, take away from religion, especially Christianity, the doctrine of life after death, and little or nothing is left. So take away from religion, Christianity, the doctrine of life after death, and little or nothing is left. This life after death doctrine is the doctrine of the dead. This doctrine is why the preacher is getting people ready to die. And after death, the person is never able to tell anyone he or she was soundly and sadly deceived. Thereby, the ignorance of it all is sealed by death forever. Mm. The life after death theory is a trick which only the gullible cannot see. Religion is all right for mankind, but not all right for Tarkine. For Tarkine needs universal and natural science for survival and proper well-being. If the reader wishes to learn more about religion, buy and read the booklets called the Bible Interpretation and Explanation. Those Bible booklets are written by Amanubi Ra'akata, one of the teachers who taught us scientists who wrote and write these booklets called the Nine Ball. Let's go into alien education real quick. Hopefully we can get through it. C, alien education. A person, place, or thing is an alien to us Ethiopians when it is not of and for us by nature. A person, place, or thing is in the nature of whoever or whatever created it. Mm. Is that clear? Alien education. A person, place, or thing is an alien to us, Ethiopians, when it is not of us and for us by nature. A person, place, or thing is in the nature of whoever or whatever created it. If the Ethiopian has or is receiving education which has not been created by his and her own kind, while that kind is in his right mind, that education is alien and destroys our identity 
an upright way of life by nature. Specifically, education is the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding found in one's culture. Ethiopian education and Caucasian education are opposite. One is the way of death and the other is the way of life. Hello. Generally, education is the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding found anywhere in the universe. Much of Caucasian education is education. Much of Caucasian education is false education designed to deceive the captive. Much of Caucasian education is false education designed to deceive the captive. 21. Mm. Much of it. Might as well say most of it. Yeah, that's what 5 is. Just got through teaching me about a slip-up I made earlier on astrology. And she corrected me on the fact that, nope, the cracker teaches astrology, and that's to the demise of Naitha. That's adverse forces. Mm-hmm. That's that real shit right, You're right. That was good. That was a good part right there, Don, what mm-hmm. you just read. Because I, I, if you could, you could please read it again, Don, because it explains that his whole education system and everything that he has to offer and bring us is bullshit. The YouTubes, the astrology. It's all deceptive to deceive the captive. Absolutely. Yeah. False education. Much of the Caucasian education is false education designed to deceive the captive. But I, I know a part. I, I know a part I think you're talking about. When, um, when he say this shit right here. Ethiopian education and Caucasian educations are opposite. One is the way of death, and the other is the way of life. (laughs) Generally, now, generally, education is the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding found anywhere in the universe. However, much of Caucasian education is false education designed to deceive the captive. It's designed... I'm negative because when we talked about it, John, you was on the positive side. You was like education is when he said generally education is the knowledge, wisdom, understanding of the universe. Found anywhere the in the universe. Yeah, found anywhere in the universe. But Caucasian education is false education. Yeah, and that's what made me say I don't like the word education because it has become associated with Caucasian civilization. Well, I agree, because the first thing you think about when you use the word education to somebody, it conveys the tone or the or the brain waves to have you thinking that you need Mr. White Man so you can be educated. Yeah. I know that's the first thing that comes into a person's mind is him, the Caucasian education. 21, it was regrettable that the ignorance of Ethiopians allowed them to come to an educational confrontation with the Caucasian in the Caucasian's own educational system because the Caucasian was sure to win for black people had nothing to mentally challenge this motherfucker with. Let me read it again. Please do. Please, Lord. Oh, woman. 
This will make me just goddamn go crazy, man. Y'all for me to listen to this shit right here without I know it, man, without outbursting, without your soul saying, Hell yeah. Now yeah. you listen to the, the fucking word that he used. It was regrettable. It was regrettable that the ignorance of Ethiopians allowed them to come to an educational confrontation with the Caucasian in the Caucasians' own education system because the Arcasian, because the Arcasian, because the Caucasian was sure to win. I got that shit from Nubia, Arcasian, archaic. (laughs) True, true. Let me read this shit right. Take four on this shit. It was regrettable that the ignorance of Ethiopians allowed them to come to an educational confrontation with the Caucasian in the Caucasian's own educational system because the Caucasian was sure to win for black people had nothing to mentally challenge the Caucasian with. Mm. For an example, for an example, there is nothing a Negro knows which a Caucasian somewhere does not know. Mm. Let me repeat that mm. again. For example, mm. there is nothing a Negro knows which a Caucasian somewhere does not know. And this makes a Negro a mental creation and mental prisoner of the Caucasian. Therefore, the Negro has no mental power capable of challenging his mental maker, the Caucasian teacher, successfully. Let's do that again. From the top down, please. (laughs) We're going to run out of time. (laughs) Oh, boy. Let's go back with the for example. There is nothing a Negro knows which a Caucasian somewhere, somewhere does not know. And this makes a nigga a mental creation and mental prisoner of the Caucasian. Therefore, the Negro has no mental power capable of challenging his mental maker, the Caucasian teacher, successfully. The mental maker, absolutely, Math MD. Because the, the mental maker of the Negro is the Caucasian teacher. So, therefore, you cannot challenge that motherfucker and win successfully if, in fact, that is your mental maker. Hence, That's right. Hence, defeat was inevitable. Oh. 22. However, the challenge was justified, and the cause of the challenge was clear. Ethiopians saw that their children were being pushed through the schools and learning little or nothing, and had reason to think that this negligence in education was being done intentionally by Caucasian teachers. The confrontation was very regrettable. There's that word again, regrettable. The confrontation was very regrettable because the defeat was far-reaching 
and very bitter for our children in the sense that the Caucasian now feels justified in teaching our children even less than before so that our children will be less able to win a confrontation against their children in the future. And so our children will be less able to offer competition in all fields of endeavor against their children as time goes on. Is that clear? Mm, very. God damn no, it, dog. What the no, mentally no. dead, what the mentally dead, the Negro, does not understand is that the Caucasians are dedicated to keeping Ethiopians as ignorant as possible, especially if the person is militant. Hello? Mm. Let's do it again. That's right. What the mentally dead Negro does not understand is that the Caucasians are dedicated to keeping Ethiopians as ignorant as possible, especially if the person is militant or of a disagreeable nature against Caucasians. Mm -hmm. And this is one way the Caucasian tries to assure his continuous rule by ignorance and the gullible among us. Do we get the militant part? Oh, yeah. What the mentally dead Negro does not understand is that the Caucasians are dedicated to keeping Ethiopians as ignorant as possible, especially if the nigger is militant. 23. We Ethiopians need our own educational system and our own knowledge to teach. An Ethiopian for a master's degree or a doctor of philosophy degree in Caucasian education and still be ignorant. That's right. Ignorant of his origin, ignorant of his real name, ignorant of his language, ignorant of his culture in general, ignorant of the true origin of the races, Ignorant of the origin of the universe and the sun, planets, and satellites, and thereof. And even does not know what race he is a member of. What we must do is not challenge. Listen, what we must do is not challenge the quality of education which the Caucasian offers, but challenge what he offers. I would do that again. What we must do is not challenge the quality of education in which the Caucasian offers, but challenge what he offers. You gotta find the fucking flaw in his science, mathematics, or whatever the fuck it is, and point it out. You gotta and be able to challenge this motherfucker on his ground in his laboratory and show that he is not the fucking master. You can't do that. Step the fuck out. Step the fuck down. Sit the fuck down. Tell it. What he offers is usually, check it, what, now, say, Don, what he offers. What does he offer, Don? What he offers <laughs> is usually a lot of fucking lies, unless you are able to give the true meaning to his lies. Mm-hmm. What he offers is usually a lot of lies, unless you are able to give the true meaning to his lies. You get it? 
For an example, the Caucasian rights that George Washington never told a lie. It is true that Washington did not tell a lie. You see it? Because he told many lies. (laughs) It was not just one. (laughs) A means one. Caucasian quality education is still stigmatic education for Ethiopians. For Ethiopians and Caucasians are opposites by nature and thereby have opposite natures and therefore should receive opposite education. What we Ethiopians must do is search nature. Listen, what we Ethiopians must do is search nature for its laws and codes and way by which we must survive and strive and write our own educational books and necessary information for our adults and our children, 24. One purpose of these booklets known as the Nine Ball is to set the stage and outline the facts and procedure necessary for restoration or restoration of our Ethiopian culture, our own way of life. The restoration of our culture will make us masters of our own destiny. The Mm. Caucasian race is dedicated to keeping Ethiopians mentally dependent, for mental dependency maintains physical and economic dependencies, and economic dependency presupposes alien exploitation. Never forget that the Caucasian Jew is a member of the Caucasian race, and therefore his nature and purpose are the same as that of other Caucasians. Exploitation of darker peoples through world domination, living on and suppressing darker peoples via the crude and cruel doctrine of scapegoatism. 26. The way for us to really challenge the Caucasian and his educational system is by searching and finding our own education and making our own history again. Negro history is slave history. Negro history is slave history. We need to make Ethiopian history, and we can do this by regaining Ethiopian culture by nature. We Ethiopian scientists will open the door to this liberation of the mind. The best quality education that Ethiopians can receive is Ethiopian education, which is based on the origin of everything, origin of everything, nature of, purpose of, and development of. Ethiopian education follows the dictates of the laws and codes and way of nature in which we are grown and by which we must exist. This real education is called nine knowledge. It is a miserable state of condition where Ethiopians, originators of the universes, degrade themselves arguing with Caucasians because they are not receiving more Caucasian misleading education. 
I agree, going to the school and all that. Saying, they ain't, y'all ain't teaching our children. What is it? Yeah, that's because I actually argue with them saying, we want more misleading education for our children. This is like saying you would like to be a better slave or captive. Okay, we got four more pages and we got less than 10 minutes remaining. Let me see if I can knock this out. Or we, or we can stop here. No, I'm going to keep going. Fuck that. Peace. So, so we left the education system, and now we're about to go into how to economize. Let's knock this shit out. How to economize. D, 27. Just as correct information is the foundation of mental life, proper economy is the foundation of physical life. I repeat that again. Just as correct information is the foundation of mental life, proper econ- I'm sorry, proper economy is the foundation of physical life. The mental controls the physical. Of course, to economize means to buy only what you need. Let's do it again. To economize means to buy only what you need. Most Caucasian holidays are commercial days. Let's get that in our heads. And they are designed to drain the poor and ignorant of the little finance that may have been left from paying bills. Most Caucasian holidays are designed to make the poor poorer and the rich richer. We are Ethiopian. Forget about Caucasian holidays. And as events happen among us that presuppose in Egypt, in, 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 woohoo, forget about the holidays. Forget about Caucasian holidays. And as events happen among us that presuppose an Ethiopian holiday, we will declare it. In other words, we must create our own holidays as we reach the stages of progress in life that warrant such declarations. Caucasian holidays are stigmatic days for us that help keep us economic slaves and captives. That is, their holidays help keep us economically dependent on Caucasians because Ethiopians out of ignorance, spend unnecessary money for Caucasian holidays. The base of economic, I'm sorry, the base of economy is food, clothing, and shelter. Therefore, proper economy is proper food, proper clothing, and proper shelter, the necessities of life. Anything other than sufficient food, clothing, and shelter, and the tools and means necessary to get and maintain these necessities is a luxury. Now, A, people or race striving and struggling for liberation cannot afford luxuries. For all our excesses or for all our excess powers, which is economical, financial, scientific, and educational and otherwise, should be pulled and directed toward making our communities and race independent and self-sustaining. The Caucasian is not selfish when it comes to his children. Let's repeat that again. The Caucasian is not selfish when it comes to his children. The Caucasian says 
that if he does not reap the harvest of his work planning, his children will because he knows his future is his children. We must secure our future, and our future is our children too. 29, another gimmick the Caucasian uses to strip poor and ignorant people of their finance and economic means is styles and fashion. We are Ethiopian, and we must forget about Caucasian styles. Most Caucasian styles are uncomfortable and unhealthy because of their tightness, and some are downright indecent. Caucasian styles are not designed to aid life but destroy it. The female with spike heels on AIDS, I'm sorry, the female with spike heels on AIDS death, her tight girdle and other tight wears, and the male tight belt and tight tie are not designed to prolong life. Tight clothing causes poor blood circulation and thereby circulatory problems. Hello? Caucasian styles and fashions are mainly for lewd and commercial purposes and to be different from other races. Some Caucasian styles excite the male into sexual slavery, by which means Leviathan, or the Zodiac, uses to keep the captive's mind preoccupied and diverted from pursuit of liberation and well-being. 30. We must learn to buy only that which we need. We cannot afford the luxury of that we want, of that we want, and liberate ourselves from financial and economic slavery and captivity. We owe this economizing for liberation to our children who are our future. Our children deserve a free and equal future for they had nothing to say about their being born into this world of adverse forces bent on keeping them mental and physical captives by all means. To do less than what we should and what we can for our children are doing them injustice and disservice. In other words, to do other than our best for them is most unfair to them. 31. We Ethiopians must create our own styles designed for comfort and simplicity. We must not let the Caucasian influence us on what we should get to wear or how many we need. We only need to be clean and neat and comfortable as far as clothing is concerned. We must not let the Caucasian influence us on what is best for us to eat. He may tell us that pig is all right to consume, but we know that pig is a diseased animal by nature who possesses poisonous flesh. By nature, hogs produce trichina worms, which cause disease called trichinosis. We must decide for ourselves what is best for us to eat and how much and cook it in the way that it is best for health. This way, we save money for other vital purposes and at the same time save lives. 32. We are not going to finish this. So we'll stop at yeah. 32. If y'all can remember, we'll stop at 32 yeah. in um, economy. And um, 
So remember that. We stopped at 32. Y'all got to remind me in the new day. And we'll finish yeah. off. As a matter of fact, I'll go back up to the top of economy. Okay. And the second count. So we'll do part two later on. But the man of the Can hour. Can we all agree that we've all been mind fucked and tricked? Can we all agree to that? Can we just agree to that? Just crossed over into the dawn, the cold dawn. 
time it is. The moment that you've been waiting for. The one that you've been waiting to hear. The one that calls the call that calls the effect. Put your hands together for the baddest bitch in hell alone. Hello, I'm in the love of the all and all love is in me. I am a part of the all and the all is a part of me. I am one with the all and the all is one with me. I can succeed as a part of the all and fail as an individual. I can be all that I wish in the all as long as my wish is to stay in the all. I'm never alone. The all is, I am. The all can, I can. The all does, I do. Balloon. What's up, boys and girls? And, um, well, biologically, boys and girls, man. Great day, everybody. Welcome to the Don Nicole Young Show. I uh, hope y'all having a And I'm going to get y'all this hump day. Hopefully we can get some hot damn politics tonight, too, boo. Find out we can goddamn fuck with some hot damn politics, man, soon as I motherfucking goddamn. The phone ain't start ringing till I went as soon as I went live. But anyway, you all tuned in to the Don Nicole Young Show. Hope all is well with everybody once again, man. We do it 12 noon Eastern Standard Time on WGAG Radio, Real Nigga Radio. Motherfucker, hell yeah, Don is on her goddamn express, oh hell yeah, and this movie ain't hitting on shit, <laughs> and get back on this motherfucker, man, anyway, um, Anyway, uh, great day to everybody on the call line. So if you need to call in, number call in number is 515-605-9828 or 425-569-5274. Man, I want to scare the hell out you motherfuckers, but I'm scared. It's going to scare the hell out of me, too, if I fucking tell y'all to click this button and I click this button. But great day to everybody over there in the after party. One time for y'all, baby. Great day, my man Bingy D, Miss Hudson, Sister Zena in the building, Sweet O'Shoes. One time for Nick Bet, the Vulture Goddess. Nick Bet, where you been, boo? Nick Bet, where you been, Vulture Goddess? Everything okay? I don't like when I don't see you. I got a problem with that shit. You know what I'm saying? I do not like when I don't see you. You training. You training, man. What you training for? You about to go into the military? You about to fight for America or you fight for Russia? Okay. What you carrying? Bombs? Grenades? You got down. What they got your ass, man? Carrying shit over to Ukraine and shit, baby. God damn. Carrying anthrax. They got you carrying anthrax. <laughs> it's good to see you, Dick Batman. Always another. And I love your name, by the way, Vanna White and shit, right? Ain't you Vanna White? Like that chick with that lady name on Will of Fortune. Okay. Anyway, um, woo, hold on. Let me get a stretch in. Wait, one time. Oh, 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 shit. Oh. 
damn boys and girls. Hold up, one more strip. God damn boys, it come from out of nowhere. Low Uh, look here. Let me cross the street over here to um, Lockdown Radio, man. Great day to everybody over there. Lockdown Radio again. That's the YouTube channel. One time for Inmate 2020. Patrice, what up, baby? The shout-out to DeBrock Obama. DeBrock, honey, Baba. Hey, baby. What's up with you? Asaru Amurei. Anybody else in this thing, man, you better goddamn show me some love in that chat room over there on Lockdown Radio, because it is official. All right, man, I, I got, I, I'm, I'm about to, I don't know, I'm, I'm afraid to fuck y'all day up. I ain't going to even front, man. I'm afraid to fuck my own goddamn day up. Uh, I did a test on YouTube as, I'm not on YouTube, as, um, on, uh, what's that thing called? Facebook. Even though I didn't click on the shit. So I don't know what. But I started reading the comments, and everybody was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this? I was like, I am not goddamn looking at that shit. However, I think I am. Here's what I want y'all to do. Y'all going to do a paper for me? I'm going to do it anyway. If you're tuning in, knowing the bet she's going to leave out, I'm leaving. I'll be back later. But, hey, we finna do this shit. Anybody buy your computers? You buy your computers, boys and girls? All right, I'm afraid, boy. All right, here's what we're going to do, okay? We are going to type in, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We're going to type in the search engine, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We're going to type in the search engine, why? Chainsaws were invented, okay? That's what we're going to do. I want you to type in the search engine, why chainsaws were invented, okay? All right. Now, hold on. Hold on. Let me open up. A, uh, let, me, let me show myself. Let me show myself. I don't know how to do it. Uh, three or more tabs. Okay, yeah, maybe that'll work. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, so we're going to type this in real quick, boys and girls. Why chainsaws were invented. Why chainsaws were... Oh, damn, look at this shit. There it is. Okay. Why chainsaws were invented. Uh, I think I might just let y'all watch the video. Why chainsaws were invented. Chainsaws were originally invented for medical purposes, including childbirth. The chainsaw is an icon of North America. A chainsaw describes a type of cutting tool that is typically powered by an internal combustion engine. Unlike other saws, a chainsaw has no rigid frame, so it can cut through material that is not straight or flat. Why were chainsaws invented? Was it, was, is it really used? It helped doctors to save the lives of many mothers and children. 
You ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Chainsaws, y'all, was invented to aid in childbirth. Okay? I'm going to check this video out right here. Why was chainsaws invented? I'm going to do this one. I'm going to do this one. We need the real one, though. All right, here we go. They're dangerous, big, heavy, and Chainsaws are a very weird thing when you really think about them. They're dangerous, big, heavy, and serve one purpose and one purpose only, to cut things. But how did they come to be? Back in the day, people had knives to cut things. Some even had an axe, maybe even two if they were lucky. But those are like the really, you know, imagine walking around with two axes, bro. I got it. Sorry, Nick. Those work perfectly fine. So then why did someone, or I guess I should say people, feel the need to create something so powerful and at times dangerous? To cut trees, maybe? To inspire some of the best horror films ever made? Nope. They were actually used for medical procedures and actually created by two doctors, or surgeons, I should say, who went by the names of Dr. Chain and Dr. Saw. I'm just kidding, guys. Those weren't actually their names, but really it should have been. Today, life's biggest questions, we're getting to the bottom of things and asking why were chainsaws invented? Before we jump into it, make sure to give this video a thumbs up. All right. Two doctors came up with the bright idea to create a chainsaw to help with medical procedures. But what kind of medical procedures, you ask? Well, childbirth, of course. Wait, what? I know it may seem hard to believe, but these two doctors decided, again, surgeon, sorry, back in the 1780s, that to help with childbirth, they should use what we now refer to as a chainsaw to help. Now, obviously, the type of chainsaw they used back then, compared to the big motor suckers we use now, were drastically different. Back then, there was no motor, so everything was done by hand. Using a contraption, which was referred to as a chainsaw, but looks more like a tool that would be used to torture someone. And what really makes my stomach turn is knowing that this tool was used during childbirth to help with the process. The way they would go about doing this is by having the doctor perform a procedure, which is referred to as a symphysiotomy. Using a 1780s chainsaw, which looks like a knife with an attached hand crank, they would break or even remove the pelvic bone if there were complications during childbirth. Obviously, nowadays, we tend to do what's referred to as a C-section, which likely isn't nearly as painful. I forgot to mention, guys, when women had the symphysiotomy procedure, they weren't given any anesthetic, meaning they felt quite literally everything. I can't even put into words, man. Yet to no surprise, this tool was used for more than just childbirth. Surgeons realized the chainsaw was much more effective for cutting flesh and bone than a regular old surgeon's knife. So they started using this new invention for things like amputations as well, among other types of surgeries that would require an easy cut. Now, when speaking on the type of chainsaws used to cut wood and other materials, well, that's a very different story. It's believed the earliest patent for the tool dates back to January 17, 1905, and was granted to a man by the name of Samuel J. Benz of San Francisco. However, the chainsaw we all tend to see and use on a regular basis, you know, the portable kinds, well, that was actually patented by a Canadian by the name of James Shand. That's right. Go Canada, baby. He got his patent in 1918, and from that point on, after he would allow others to expand on his idea, companies started to produce the chainsaws we've grown to love or fear today. I mean, depends how you see a chainsaw, I guess. I mean, just imagine Leatherface holding one of those old chainsaws used in surgery with a hand crank and all. It wouldn't be nearly as scary, eh? You know? Just imagine this guy, you know, coming with his whole chainsaw being like, hey, I'm going to kill you, guy. You know, you'd be like, listen, guy. You know what? I, I didn't, this guy is making it. Chainsaws are a very weird thing when you really think about them. They're dangerous, big, heavy, and serve one purpose and one purpose only. Oh, damn, it's the same motherfucker. That's what they come from in the first place. 
Well, to no surprise, it all seemed to start after a video went viral on one of the best social media platforms in the world, TikTok. Because why wouldn't it? Now, love it or hate it, you can't deny that TikTok has become one of the biggest social media platforms or apps in the entire world. I know you guys hate it on this channel. I used to hate it. And then once you accept that it's just, this is the way it is, as they say in The Mandalorian, this is the way. Well, TikTok is the way. Their exponential growth has been like no other, and they're slowly becoming the go-to app that everyone wants to jump on. Although at first, it may have appeared to be an app for kids just to dance along to some of their favorite songs, it's quickly turned into a giant the way Facebook did. In fact, some think that TikTok may surpass Facebook one day, and given that the app has 800 million monthly users worldwide, not 8 million, not 80 million, well, 800 million. That's like 10% of the world every month using this app. I mean, obviously they're doing something right, guys. It's also been the most downloaded app on the App Store, passing YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. So if that's not a sign of what's to come, then I'm not really sure what else is. What I'm saying is if you're not on TikTok, I'd recommend you jump on the train before it's too late. But the thing that... get a life. Hold up. Here we go. Sorry. I want to scare you guys. This is two minutes. This is one of the most spectacular failures we have as part of this exhibition. It's actually, believe it or not, um, an apparatus for facilitating childbirth using centrifugal force. The woman is very securely strapped in at all times, safety first after all, and then there's a nice nest placed here to catch the baby when it's born. This invention was devised by a couple called the Blonskys. They were childless, uh, so had no direct experience. He was a mining engineer. And the idea came after they went to the zoo and they saw a female elephant about to give birth and she was spinning around. And the zookeeper told them that actually this is what elephants do before they give birth. And so they thought, well, let's see if we can apply this to humans. The expectant mother was spun around at a speed of about 7 Gs, which to put it in context, is almost as fast as a fighter jet. This was a patent that was filed in 1965 in America, and this right here is the first life-size model ever to be constructed. Thank God. The patent is also on display here, so you can read line by line what each tiny detail on this machine is for. And if you are worried about the speed this thing can get up to, don't worry, there is an emergency brake. Oh, and there is a bell that rings as soon as the baby is born, just in case people weren't paying attention. It's time to use the F word. Anyway, uh, that was suck. I'm looking for the video that I, um, not that I watched, but one recommended. But this is how chainsaws were invented, man, to torture goddamn women. Then they changed it to Caesar section. Caesar, that's where Caesarean comes from, from Caesar. He hated women. Remember, he was the father of homosexuality. Okay? We are moving into, we are in March. White history from this point on. For 30, how many days in March? Who gives a fuck? At least 31 days. Anyway, we're doing white man history today, goddamn. All my white man fucking history. Okay. Um, here's here's what I got since we are moving into the um, CIA. Um, interesting enough, um, I got hit up 
on YouTube by a person channel, CIA David Malo's PSYOP is your mental issue commit um Wait, CIA David Merlot's PSYOP is your mental issue commented. And this is what he says. The NSA, the DOA, the CIA use radio wave um, neutral manipulation like the Frey effect on Americans, which causes Havana syndrome, mental illness, cancer, heart attacks, and all that type of shit. So what we're going to do before we get into the classified We're going to take our ass, and we're going to play the CIA's secret brainwashing experiment, former patient sues U.S. government, 1984, the fifth estate. Or we can do National Geographic, CIA mind control, CIA secret experiments. Let's do this. This bitch is five minutes. This is five minutes, and um, great day, Pebbles, great day, Patrice, and we're going to, yeah, figure this thing out, man. Got to go back in order to go forward. Got in the wake of World War II, the U.S. government is engaged. In the wake of World War Three, what the fuck? In the wake of World War Two, the U.S. Oh, government two. is engaged in a large number of secret medical experiments designed to help win the Cold War. Developing techniques for mind control to create a so-called Manchurian candidate. What is the extent of these brainwashing experiments? How did the CIA become involved in such far-reaching and disturbing research? In May 1953, scientists at Porton Down are researching one of the most lethal nerve agents known to man, sarin. The experiments are conducted on military volunteers, but the young servicemen have no idea what they are letting themselves in for. On the board, there was a separate notice typed, which said in so many words, volunteers wanted to help find a cure for the common cold. By volunteering, Ken Earl becomes an unsuspecting guinea pig in the war against the Soviets. On May 4th, at Porton Down, he and five other Air Force men are led into a small room by two technicians. Wait, can we just put on record real quick that the CIA told these military idiots, the CIA told these military idiots that they were trying to find the cure for the common cold so we need some volunteers. <laughs> so let's rewind it back when that nigga put some shit in his goddamn mouth. Man, what the fuck? <laughs> Which said in so many words, volunteers wanted to help find a cure for the common cold. By volunteering. Ken Earl becomes an unsuspecting guinea pig in the war against the Soviets. On May 4th, at Porton Down, he and five other Air Force men are led into a small room by two technicians. We were told by the two men to roll up the left sleeve. These two men then took two pieces of material and they 
taped them to our forearm. They then gave us each a respirator and that we were not under any circumstances to take off the respirator. And the door was sealed behind us. It was very, very pokey, the small building. And I found out since it was a gas chamber, which uh, puts the fear of death into you, of course. This technician, with a vial and a pipette, went round each of us, and he dripped onto this piece of material 20 drops in two rows. The clear liquid is sarin nerve agent. It is quickly absorbed into the arm through the skin. The effects are immediate. I became absolutely claustrophobic. I didn't know what sheer terror there is in being trapped and not being able to breathe properly. You feel you can't breathe. I was sweating profusely. And I now, even today, have nightmares about it. After half an hour, we were released, gasping and splattering and sweating into the open air. Beautiful sunny May morning. Absolute bliss. What a wonderful thing to be alive. The corresponding paperwork clearly states the purpose of the experiment is to determine the lethal dose of sarin. After the Korean War, disturbing new intelligence reaches Washington. Hundreds of American troops are still being held captive, subjected to brainwashing experiments, and then killed. Mind control research back home intensifies. The new goal is to cause an individual to become subservient to an imposed control, to the point where he will perform acts against his will and then have no memory of the act. The search for a real-life Manchurian candidate begins. To produce such an assassin, the CIA faces two main challenges. How to induce amnesia and how to program in new behavior. In 1957, Dr. Ewan Cameron, an eminent psychiatrist in Montreal, believes he has the answers. Cameron applies his techniques under the guise of normal therapy. The three-part technique, which started with an effort to wipe out past patterns of behavior, and this was accomplished through the use of particularly intensive, repeated, high-level electroshocks until no more convulsions could be elicited from a patient. Cameron then plays tape-recorded messages through helmets that are locked to his patient's head. This psychic driving forces them to listen to repetitive statements for weeks on end to program in new behavior. Right. Isn't that what they use the um, news media for? Huh? Repetitive statements over and over again for weeks. Right? That was the last, um, one of the last files we read, how to get it into television, news, um, stages, movies, and all types of shit over and over again. The repetitive statements over and over again for what again? Um, For weeks on the end to program in new behavior, to program in new behavior. Take it back. This is a short slick. For weeks on end to program in new behavior. 
No, the final phase was wait, just trying to wipe wait, out wait, all right. Wait, wait, wait. I want y'all to hear that, that part where they put that shit in his head. A weak patient's head. This psychic driving forces them to listen to repetitive statements through the use of particularly intensive, repeated, high-level electroshocks until no more convulsions could be elicited from a patient. Cameron then plays tape-recorded messages through helmets that are locked to his patient's head. This psychic driving forces them to listen to repetitive statements for weeks on end to program in new behavior. Now, the final phase was to try to wipe out all recollection of what had happened, and that was accomplished by putting people to sleep for 30, 40 days, accompanied by different kinds of cocktails of drugs. Now, that's not any kind of therapy. That's a brainwashing experiment. All right. All right, here we go. Y'all ready for the big one? The first go, thing boy, girl. God damn, that's the tunnel right there. John Nicole, you all got that tunnel. I fucking love that tunnel. We're gonna we're gonna listen to this. We're gonna rewind the commercial. Oh, you and as you gradually work on the machine and get stronger and stronger, it automatically increases the weight for you and it can tell how strong you're getting or if something is getting easier based on the sensors in each of the smart tools. Bitch, nobody understands shit you just said. I fucking love the tunnel. I just want to tell y'all, I have, uh, what the fuck? Did they just shut down the, what the hell? Why they, why they always do that shit? Huh? Why you two doing that? Why do they do it? Stream suspended for policy violation. What the fuck? Not copyright, though, right? What the hell? They said we detected copyright. They are damn lie. This shit is on YouTube, motherfucker. Y'all got to bad the fuck back with this bullshit. Um, hold up. Hold up. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Copyright for what? Once that shit go on YouTube, that shit can't be copyrighted. What the fuck are you talking about? MK Ultra. That is some whole ass shit. Whole ass shit. Whole ass shit. They suspended this motherfucker. Okay. Anyway, um, well, they suspended the, um, it's still live, but this is some whole ass shit. Anyway. Well, fuck it. I'm still going to play it. Um, I'm still going to play this one. Um, The CIA um, secret brainwashing experiment, former patient to U.S. government, 1984, the fifth state. You see why we can't really goddamn, you see why I have to, hold up. They said that shit temporary block, yo. All right, give me one second. Dun 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 dun. dun. All right, y'all back on. Y'all back on. Y'all back on. All right, tell these niggas to refresh. They probably gonna block this one too. Then they need to chill out for that. They need to chill out with that fuck shit, man. 
right, got to cold switch when switching on their ass. <laughs> okay, so y'all refresh over there on YouTube. All right, and, man, I'm about to play this shit anyway. If they um shut that bitch down again, y'all got to take y'all ass to the after party or call into the show. I'm telling you that shit right now. Okay? Because YouTube, that monkey, is not going to stop a Donna Culleon show at all. All right? So, here we go. Um, CIA secret brainwashing experiment, former patient sue U.S. government, 1984. Y'all ready? Just a little taste of it. Shouldn't hurt. Okay. It's uploaded by the Fifth Estate. Estate. Good evening. I'm Eric Malley. Nine Canadians who were the unwitting victims of CIA brainwashing experiments are suing the United States government. But so far, the Canadian government has done nothing to help them. If I were in charge of a government, to whom nine citizens that we are suing for have been brainwashed without their knowing, have had their lives impaired, and have it done by a foreign agency, undercover without the government of Canada knowing it, I would find a way to help those people instead of hindering them. Four years ago, there were some startling revelations about the activities of the CIA in Canada. The American Intelligence Agency had paid for a series of brainwashing experiments under a project codenamed MKUltra. The tests were conducted in secret in the United States and in Canada at a mental hospital attached to McGill University. Experimental drugs, including LS. Okay, see, these are key key words that they be blocking out, newbie. Great day, newbie. These are key words that they block out, like um, the doctor from the last video that had to be him. You know what I'm saying? That his name. And um, we still need to find out who was running Rutgers, uh, Rutgers or whatever the fuck it's called, in New Jersey, that one, that guy. We need to know his motherfucking name and the one they just mentioned here in McGill University because, remember, they will block, block out some of the schools and shit and locations and names. With the link that um, Brian gave us on Friday, it said everybody's name, even Dr. Allen. You remember him? said Allen. It also mentioned who the writer was, too, newbie. We need to pull it up, but Brian is nowhere to be goddamn found. I asked him to save it for me. He were administered to human guinea pigs, CIA in Canada. The American Intelligence Agency had paid for a series of brainwashing experiments under a project codenamed MKUltra. The tests were conducted in secret in the United States and in Canada at a mental hospital attached to McGill University. Experimental drugs, including LSD, were administered to human guinea pigs. The patients were never told that their treatment was part of a CIA experiment. Nine Canadians are now suing the U.S. government for a million dollars apiece. They charge that their lives were disrupted forever as a result of the brainwashing. Despite the fact that the CIA operated secretly in Canada to fund these medical experiments on Canadian citizens, the federal government in Ottawa has joined hands with the government in Washington to hold back vital information which might at last reveal all the sordid details. 
In Winnipeg, Val Orlico spends a lot of time tending her plants. It's one of the few hobbies she has left. She used to devour books and write long letters. Now she can't concentrate on a book for more than a single page and write. I got a question. How the fuck is tending to plants a fucking hobby? I'm confused, but never mind. She probably is too. Writing a letter is beyond her. I call it the wheel. Oh, what the fuck? That's a commercial. Sorry. I thought that was part of it. <laughs> it's on medication 24 hours a day. If she wasn't married to David Orlico, an NDP member of Parliament, she might never have learned the full story of what happened to her. I better get out the tomatoes and the green pepper and... In 19... I know one thing. One thing about a bitch that was under MK Ultra Mind Control, she ain't gonna never forget how to be a goddamn house slave, is she? She gonna cook fucking chilling regardless, right? <laughs> goddamn. Let me be on the MK Ultra. I'll be like, I don't know nothing about being no wife, knowing about cooking, fucking, and chilling, and cleaning around this motherfucker. They don't MK Ultra, my ass. This bitch ain't forgot about how to be a goddamn wife, did she? She's on medication 24 hours a day. If she wasn't married to David Orlico, an NDP member... Let me stop bullshitting. This shows you how powerful a fucking woman is. This her damn husband ain't on no fucking drugs. This bitch got 100 medication, and this hoe about to make a full goddamn house salad. A cob salad at that. That show you that this bitch done been through it all, and this hoe still know how to chop fucking lettuce and carrots and boil a fucking egg and shit. On drugs. On fucking drugs, man. She might never have learned the full story of what... This is amazing. ...who spends a lot of time tending her plants. It's one of the few hobbies she has left. She used to devour books and write long letters. Now she concentrate on a book for more than a single page, and writing a letter is beyond her. She's on medication 24 hours a day. If she wasn't married to David Orlico, an NDP member of Parliament, she might not... Wait a minute. She on medication 24 hours a day. She is actually on medication right now with a fucking knife in her fucking hands. Ha! The woman is God. <laughs> She's truly masculine. Can't nothing stop her. This is amazing. Never have learned the full story of what happened to her. That's very good. I better get out the tomatoes and the green pepper and... In 1956, suffering from depression after childbirth, Mrs. Orlico was referred by her Winnipeg doctor to a top psychiatrist in Montreal. Unknowingly, she was about to become part of a cruel CIA experiment, codenamed MK Ultra. In Langley, Virginia, outside of Washington, stands the headquarters of the Central Intelligence Agency, protected by walls of secrecy as high as the trees. Stored inside computers like this one is what's left of the CIA files on the MK Ultra project. Convinced the Soviets and Chinese had perfected brainwashing during the Korean War, the agency sought to perfect its own techniques, both to protect its agents and to use as a weapon. 
who did you meet with in the safe house? The CIA man overseeing the project was John Gittinger. There was continued pressure put upon anybody within uh, the agency in connection with trying to explain or understand uh, brainwashing. So we were charged with rather uh, an elaborate attempt to try to find out chemical, psychological, any kind of means <clears throat> that people could use to influence the behavior of the people. In Montreal, on the side of the mountain overlooking the city, stands an ancestral home bearing a name worthy of an Edgar Allan Poe horror tale, Ravenscrag. Donated to McGill, Ravenscrag became the Allen Memorial Institute for the Treatment of Mental Illness. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I, I wasn't paying attention. I would order me some more goddamn shots of espresso, man. Look here. Is it okay if I rewind this bitch back? What up, Camry? <laughs> you got there, boy. You got there. Hey, I'm impressed by this woman, goddamn it. Hey, if it was a man, this motherfucker went last. You hear me? From an MK Ultra mind control, suffering from depression after childbirth, on drugs 24 hours a day, seven days a goddamn week. This bitch take care of her fucking plants, this whole cut goddamn lettuce and tomatoes. She know what's to put also black pepper and shit and shit. <laughs> and the bitch married to a non-MKUltra patient that is not on fucking drugs, and this motherfucker sitting there standing in the kitchen watching this whole cook. I know he's amazed. Like, goddamn, bitch. There's no way I could be a, I could fucking function. <laughs> this nigga in the kitchen with the bitch. Just watching. Oh my God. A lot of masculine in women. Masculinity. Hold on. I, I'm sorry. I had to rewind it back because, like I said, I had to order me a, another kind of espresso. Four hours a day. If she wasn't married to David Orlico, an NDP member of Parliament. And look at all the little cooking gadgets this bitch got. I remember one of those. My mama had this yellow shit in the back, man. This bitch got plenty of cooking gadgets. Boy, <laughs> I'm impressed. I need some MK Ultra, motherfucker. I've learned the full story of what happened to her. I better get out the tomatoes and the green pepper. And In 1956, suffering from depression after childbirth, Mrs. Orlico was referred by her Winnipeg doctor to a top psychiatrist in Montreal. Unknowingly, she was about to become part of a cruel CIA experiment, codenamed MK Ultra. This why you cannot trust them goddamn psychiatrists. None of the peas, man, physicians, professors, penal system, I miss politicians. You can't trust none of the fucking five peas, y'all. This bitch thought that she could goddamn get help with her goddamn depression. This motherfucker sends her ass to a goddamn covert CIA MK Ultra experiment. In Langley, Virginia, outside of Washington, stands the headquarters of the Central Intelligence Agency, protected by walls of secrecy as high as the tree. Stored inside computers like this one is what's left of the CIA files on the MK Ultra project. 
Convinced the Soviets and Chinese had perfected brainwashing during the Korean War, the agency sought to perfect its own techniques, both to protect its agents and to use as a weapon. Who, who did you meet with in the safe house? The CIA man overseeing the project was John Gittinger. There was... She said, remember her husband was part of the parliament, newbie. Newbie question is, how did she know she was brainwashed? You missed it. They said that her husband had to tell her that shit. He the one that told her, um, newbie. He said, man, they did some shit to you. That's what happened to me. Not saying that's what happened to me. I'm saying if somebody telling me some shit, I'm, first thing I'm going to say, man, they did some shit to you, man. They did some MK Ultra on your ass, y'all. Yeah, but, yeah, he the one that told her what, um, you know, they did that shit to homegirl. The CIA man overseeing the project was John Gibbon. Write that name down, newbie. John Gibbon. Okay, they blocked his name. John Gibbon Jr. something, Jr. probably. All right, here we go. Continued pressure put upon anybody within uh, the business. The CIA man overseeing the project was John Gittinger. Oh, Gittinger. There pressure put upon anybody within uh, the agency in connection with trying to explain or understand uh, brainwashing. So we were charged with rather an elaborate attempt to try to find out chemical, psychological, any kind of means <clears throat> that people could use to influence the behavior of the people. In Montreal, on the side of the mountain overlooking the city, stands an ancestral home bearing a name worthy of an Edgar Allan Poe horror tale, Ravenscrag. Donated to McGill, Ravenscrag became the Allen Memorial Institute for the Treatment of Mental Illness. Here, the CIA channeled money for MK Ultra, subproject 68, which became a real-life horror tale. See, that's Allen. Remember Allen's name, Morris Allen. Remember him, newbie? That's his shit, Morris Allen. So now we have, like, more of a visual images of these classified files, declassified files from the CIA. You know what I'm saying? It's Givinger. It's, it's, um, I wrote the name. It's Gittinger. It's Gittinger, newbie. The project chief in Montreal was Dr. Ewan Cameron, world-renowned chairman of the Department of Psychiatry at McGill and director... And we saw Cameron name. Cameron, write that name down. Cameron. Cameron. Not Cameron. Sorry. Cameron. Yeah, we got to get these names. I told you, man. They're going to... Hey, 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 Chemical, psychological any kind of means <clears throat> that people could use to influence the behavior of the people. In Montreal, on the side of the mountain overlooking the city, stands an ancestral home bearing a name worthy of an Edgar Allan Poe horror tale, Ravenscrag. Donated to McGill, Ravenscrag became the Allen Memorial Institute for the Treatment of Mental Illness. Here, the CIA channeled money for MK Ultra. Subproject 68, which became a real-life horror tale. The project chief in Montreal was Dr. Ewan Cameron, world-renowned chairman of the Department of Psychiatry at McGill and director of the Allen Memorial Institute. 
The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. Doctor, look at that. That's how they be making them names, don't they? That's how they be coming with that shit. Then them humans be like, oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. The Society of Human Ecology. That's so cute, nigga. Gotta watch out for words that's supposed to flatter the masses, right? Like Center for Disease Control. Let's add the word protection on it. Control of the diseases. Show that the agency had been impressed with earlier work done at McGill in sensory deprivation, work that was useful in designing sophisticated torture techniques later on. But at the time, brainwashing looked even more promising, and Dr. Cameron was the perfect one to carry out the work. An American citizen with a world-class reputation operating outside of the United States. When I started working out at you home, You bitch! Why we don't get no tunnel commercial? Oh, there's another tunnel commercial. I like tunnel. Matter of fact, Don Nicolion, hey, Asaru, you still in here? Don Nicolion has pumped over 100,000 fucking pounds on tunnel. I officially got my badge last Friday or Tuesday or Thursday. 100,000 pounds, boy. Your girl lifted. You feel me? I like Thomas, goddamn, fuck yeah. Cameron certainly had the credentials. Deprivation, work that was useful in designing sophisticated torture techniques later on. But at the time, brainwashing looked even more promising, and Dr. Cameron was the perfect one to carry out the work. An American citizen with a world-class reputation operating outside of the United States. Dr. Cameron certainly had the credentials. At various times, president of the Canadian, the American, and even the World Psychiatric Association. Can't trust them bitches. days and hours are the occasions. In an address to colleagues from around the world, Cameron showed that he certainly knew the potential of the human mind for good and bad. And it is his mind, no less, which may destroy mankind. Val Orlico came to the Allen for her postpartum depression. Everybody in the hospital was very much in awe of Dr. Cameron, and he strode the halls like a giant. And people would say, oh, there but for God goes God. And to me, I thought, how could he possibly ever take me for a patient? Who am I? I mean, this great man who's done all these marvelous things, and, uh, boy, I better work hard, and I better do everything that he tells me to do, and, you know, I don't want to lose this opportunity to get well. Like Mrs. Orlico, Mrs. Janine Huard of Montreal came to Dr. Cameron depressed after childbirth. The depression was made worse by a hearing problem that... Two women so far after childbirth is sent to this, whoever this guy is, Cameron. Did you peep that, sweet O'Shawn? Two women. Boy, I'm so glad we can't afford health care. I got to put that on record. I can't afford health care, and I'm so glad. I do not want free health care or paid health care. I figure this shit out myself, whatever the fuck I'm dealing with. Yo, this is what happens when you get goddamn insurance and shit like that. This is what happens. Yeah, two women after childbirth were sent to this man. Here we go. 
as me, I thought, how could he possibly ever take me for a patient? Who am I? I mean, this great man who's done all these marvelous things. And, uh, boy, I better work hard and what I better other? do everything he tells me to do. And, you know, I don't want to lose this opportunity to get well. Like Mrs. Orlico, Mrs. Janine Huard of Montreal came to Dr. Cameron depressed after childbirth. The depression was made worse by a hearing problem that coincided with the birth of her child. She, too, was in awe of Dr. Cameron. He was a very, very uh, impressive man. And I was told he was the best doctor in North America. So um, he would um, look at you a few minutes, ask you a few questions, and then proceed with uh, the treatments. But I never saw him once in all the times that I saw him that I wasn't afraid. Every time I went down to his office, I would shake with fear. And every time I'd see him coming down the hall, I'd shake with fear. You but should. I don't. Dr. Elliot That's amazing. Her, she, she neglected her intuition. Like, I'm scared of this motherfucker. But, hey, I like him. I adored him. What the fuck, bitch? Whew. They said God for God. Manual, you, Cameron. He was uh, good. Uh, the was really good. But I never saw him once in all the times that I saw him that I wasn't afraid. Every time I went down to his office, I would shake with fear. And every time I'd see him coming down the hall, I'd shake with fear. But I adored him. Dr. Elliot Emanuel knew Cameron. He was uh, an authoritarian, ruthless, power-hungry, nervous, tense, angry man. Not very nice. At Ravenscraig, Dr. Cameron went further with drugs and electric shock treatments than any of the U.S. researchers in the MKUltra project dared. His aim was to wipe the mind clean. Then he would implant new messages by forcing the patient to listen to a hypnotic repetition as many as a quarter of a million times. This was called psychic driving. They mentioned that in the um, in the files, newbie. Psychic driving. Remember that. I'm, I don't forget little keywords and shit that's brand new to my um, investigation on the planet Earth. Because I'm here investigating. Okay, that's my purpose. That's what I was born, came through for to investigate. So uh, another thing. I'm waiting on my shots of espresso. So here we go. Most of the drugs used in the program were experimental. Oh, 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 from the last video, right? You remember what it says? Um, implant new messages by forcing... ...the patient to listen to a hypnotic repetition as many as a quarter of a million times. I'm going to keep telling y'all, stop tuning in to the media. Stop listening to that mass hypnosis shit. Well, y'all know that shit. If you tune in to my goddamn show, you know you don't fuck around. You ain't finna just stare at that idiot box and let them pump all that bullshit in you a million fucking times, like my mama. Got to stay away from the news and all that type of shit, man. That shit's there. You know we read that class of declassified letter. How to get the whole masses. Tense, angry, man. Not very nice. At Ravenscraig, 
Dr. Cameron went further with drugs and electric shock treatments than any of the U.S. researchers in the MKUltra project dared. His aim was to wipe the mind clean. Then he would implant new messages by forcing the patient to listen to a hypnotic repetition as many as a quarter of a million times. This was called psychic driving. Most of the drugs used in the program were experimental and some dangerous. There was the tranquilizer Artane, a paralysis-inducing anectine, and curare, which pygmies tipped their arrows with to paralyze victims. All they didn't want to tell us it was pygmies, though, did it, newbie? When we looked up curare, they was like Indian tribe. Nigga, they pygmies. They short niggas. The pygmies are short Negroes who came from the water and walked on land, baby, and still here today. The goddamn niggas. There it is, uh, newbie. Look at the screen. Bopo Cap 9. See? You see? Let me tell you something. The universe wanted us to actually see this shit. Okay? So even though we have difficult reading these files, but we have a complete understanding of now what we're looking at, yes or no? You know what I'm saying? This ain't nothing but the universe, baby. This ain't nothing but the universe. This ain't nothing but the universe guiding. Feel what I'm saying? Tell you. All right. Let me wind it back. Uh, tip their arrows with the par- to paralyze victims. Take it back. Just one more bit. It was the tranquilizer Artane, a paralysis-inducing anectine, and curare, which pygmies tipped their arrows with to paralyze victims. Bulbocaptine, another experimental tranquilizer, and lysergic acid diethylamide, the hallucinogen LSD. There's that right there. That's that word right there. Bulbocaptine, another experimental tranquilizer, and lysergic acid diethylamide, the hallucinogen LSD. In her room at Ravenscrag, Mrs. Orlico waited for her first treatment. Well, I saw Trey with um, hypodermic, with a needle, a syringe, and uh, the card on it had my name, so I looked a little more closely, and it was lysergic acid diethylamide. And my husband was a druggist, and I knew a lot of drugs, but I'd never heard of that one. And uh, so I phoned a friend and uh, who was a psychiatric nurse, and I said, do you know what it is? And she said, I never heard of it. But she had a friend who was a psychiatrist. So she phoned her friend, and she called me back, and she said, um, he said that this stuff causes a poisonous psychosis. She said he said not to take it. Well, I thought, you know, he's a very Freudian psychiatrist and doesn't believe in any medication of any kind. And after all, here's Dr. Cameron. I mean, he's the big doctor and he's, you know, he's known all over the world and he wouldn't do any. Boy, popularity clouds the psychic, don't it? And liking a person clouds the psyche, yes or no? It overrides the intuition. It overrides the ability to reason. All types of shit. And this motherfucker was not for drugs. The guy that told her. So he must be crazy. Because he, he, he's, he's anti-drugs. 
But Dr. Cameron, he's beautiful, he's loving, he's popular, he's everything. But bitch, you're also afraid of him. Never second guess. Stay as paranoid as you can on this fucking planet. You hear me? Because paranoia is the highest form of awareness. In Don's book. But if you Google it, they'll tell you something different. It would harm me, etc. And so I took the injection. But I didn't like it. And it really did create a poisonous psychosis. LSD, with all its frightening mental images, was scarcely known at the time. But the CIA secretly brought some in from Switzerland, where it had just been developed. The room became very distorted, and I thought my bones were all melting. And uh, I, I just wanted to scream that I wanted to get out of there. And I saw the squirrels outside, and I thought, they're not the squirrels. I'm the squirrel. I'm in this cage, and I can't get out. And I started to throw myself from side to side in the room. You might have seen videos. God when- damn, man. Are you fucking kidding me? Hold up, commercial. And I couldn't write. They had given me a pencil and paper and asked me to write down, but I couldn't write. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't focus. I couldn't. I don't know. It was like some kind of funny hell I'd fallen into and I couldn't get out. And I don't know how long that went on. It was just a terrible nightmare. And I just felt that my life was threatened. I could never go back to what I'd been. Robert Logie of Vancouver was 18 when he came to the Allen complaining of trembling and severe leg pains diagnosed as psychosomatic. Like Mrs. Orlico and Mrs. Huard, he had no inkling he was to be part of a CIA experiment. Yeah. I'm going to stop it right there. Let's bring in Newbie Rock Week 9 real quick. Newbie, can I get a mic check? Hotep, Hotep, Don, how you doing? Hey there, how you doing, baby? I'm doing my best. Don, it's like every time she goes, something happens to her, but she keeps on going back. I mean, uh, I mean... Strange relationship, baby. <laughs> strange relationship. Hilarious. Yeah, strange relationship. You know, if I promise you milk and honey, you're going to stay your ass in church, ain't it? If I promise you heaven. But, but Don, we have milk and honey here. <laughs> I know it. I know. I know. Ain't that a bitch? It sure is. That's a motherfucker. Right. You're just going to keep coming back. Yeah. I never got that. I really never got that. I, I know a lot of people who do that shit. I, I mean, even in restaurants, they go back to the same restaurant once they, I mean, they got glass in their food, they'll still show back, show back up. They're mistreated and still show back up. They override their instincts, okay? It's a form of weakness. You know what I'm saying? That's just how, I mean, that's what it is, man. Like, they have nowhere else to go and the fact that these motherfuckers are plagiarizers. What do you mean by plagiarizers, Nicole? I mean that the world big these motherfuckers up. They big up the system. They big up the establishments. You know what I'm saying? You got it? So this is a motherfucker for her. It wouldn't be for me, goddammit, but, you know. But this is how the majority of the masses operates anyway, with the exception of you and I, newbie. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and of course, remember the CIA agent that was sent to kill Bob Marley? Was you on the show, newbie, that day when she read the CIA and his information of how um, they tar- the CIA tar- uh, had him target uh, Bob Marley? Yeah, I remember that. Right? Okay. So, damn, I was getting somewhere with him. Um, fuck, 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 fuck. Why did I bring his ass in? Damn, fuck, shit. Fuck. But didn't he say that on he didn't him because he liked him or something like that? Onset dementia. No, I got onset dementia. I forgot why I was mentioning this nigga. I forgot. I forgot. I was giving some. I was going somewhere with it. I swear it's gone. I think it, it was because about, he said he liked him. He didn't do it, right? No. For some reason. No, no, he did do it. He did do it. He did say it through. That wasn't the point why I mentioned him. Um... Shit, why did I mention, what the fuck, why the fuck did I mention this goddamn CIA goddamn nigga that killed Bob Marley? Fuck, continue on, newbie. It'll hit me later, maybe, come back. Yeah, so, I yeah, I, I just don't understand it. It's, she keeps on going back like she has some kind of emotional tie to this guy, and, you know, she keeps on getting mistreated. Oh, 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 this is why I mentioned him. Okay, Bob Marley started to, um, he he was sent, after he poisoned Bob Marley, right, they knew that he had to be sent and stay with Bob Marley, simply because Bob Marley kept feeling kind of paranoid about these doctors, you got me? So the CIA job, the CIA agent, you know what I'm saying, was the one that made him stay with it. You understand? Convince him, trust the doctors. Trust them. They're here to help you. You know what I'm saying? But he said, the CIA said, he said, but he knew they were all sent. Whether he was in Europe, he went to the hospital in Europe, he went to the hospitals in America, and he went to hospitals somewhere the fuck else, three different um, hospitals in three different countries. And that guy was there the whole time to tell him, trust him. But Bob Marley felt that, God damn, something is wrong. These motherfuckers is killing me, making me worse. But that guy was right there in his ear to say, keep going. So it's a possibility that even this bitch husband, who is a druggist, you got it? This woman here, he's a druggist telling this bitch to keep going. It's a possibility. So she's obeying her husband, who's a druggist, and second-guessing or ignoring her intuition of what she's feeling like terrible and worse and shit. It's be them people like that. That's why I brought up the CIA, man, because we all have intuition. We know that something ain't right, but here's this motherfucking voice outside of us telling us keep going anyway. Go anyway. You understand? Trust them. Yeah, and they still say that to this day. Trust the doctors. Trust the psychiatrists. Trust your teachers. Trust your politicians. Trust all these motherfuckers. Trust some dead character in a fucking book. Trust. Told you. Trust is going to fuck your life up. All right. So, yeah, that's why I mentioned that CIA dude, um, newbie, because, yeah, he he was there to make sure that 
God Marley go to every motherfucking hospital and trust every goddamn doctor. And he says out his own mouth, the mission was to kill him. So if you want to die, go see a psychiatrist. If you want to die, go see a doctor. If you want to die, follow instructions on what everybody say outside of you. Even if you know something ain't right, ignore your psyche. That's that's some fucked up shit, man, but it's true. It happens all the time. You know what I'm saying? If, if, I, um, if, if, if I was in an abusive relationship, got my ass beat, everybody around me, you know what I'm saying, would tell me to stay in it. He didn't mean to. You know what I'm saying? He just had a bad day. You know what I'm saying? And all you got to do is act right, just do what they say. It wouldn't be that hard. It happens all the fucking time to people in all types of people who jobs are killing them. And when I mean killing them, I literally mean their body is fucked up by working. You know what I'm saying? All that type of shit. And people will tell them, stay at it. Stay at it. Stay with it. But it's but in their psyche, it's telling them to walk away from this shit. But they listen to the masses. They always listen to the many and not the few. You understand? Something about it. They listen to the many and not the few, man. Here we go. Never go back to what I'd been. Robert Logie of Vancouver was 18 when he came to the Allen complaining of trembling and severe leg pains, diagnosed as psychosomatic. Like Mrs. Orlico and Mrs. Huard, he had no inkling. You heard that, Don? CIA. Oh, I stopped it. And I was waiting on trying to steal away and where fuck my shots at. Oh, this brother, come on, what? What I mean? He was diagnosed with leg pain. But it was, they told him it was, uh, he said he felt leg pain, and they diagnosed it as psychosomatic. Meaning he's just thinking that. Absolutely. So we're going to treat you with some psychotropic drugs and shit. It's in your fucking head, right? That's crazy. (laughs) Nigga, I got leg pain, and you're going to tell me it's bullshit. (laughs) It's not real. It's in your mind. Hoover was 18 when he came to the Allen complaining of trembling and severe leg pains, diagnosed as psychosomatic. Like Mrs. Orlico and Mrs. Huard, he had no inkling he was to be part of a CIA experiment. The uh, LSD was uh, very horrifying, and uh, they gave it to me for about 12 or 15 times. One minute I would see the doctor there, the next minute I wouldn't see him there, and uh, they were asking me all kinds of questions and uh, I remember them telling me that I was getting smaller and smaller and I really felt myself getting smaller and uh, they were bringing me back in time way back you know at one point I almost felt like I was just about to be born (laughs) really that far back in memory and uh, they were really really probing uh, yes you hear this I felt I didn't have any they're bringing them back in time. Remember we read about that? Uh, help me remember. When they put them under mind control, they would bring them back into a certain uh, period of time in their life where only that person would know that specific time to get that information. Damn sure did, didn't they? That was part of the um, experiment. You're right. That was part of the experiment, and you hear, this, you hear all these beeps. 
They're almost yep. here. Yep. <laughs> 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 gotta get my espresso, motherfucker. Here we go. Well, I had to answer. I didn't feel I had any control. I was completely, uh, like they had complete control over me. Mrs. Huard, like the others, was forced to pay for the so-called treatment, massive electric shocks, and all the drugs. They would give me as much as 40 pills a day, and uh, I would ask the nurse, what is that? They would say it's a new drug, and they only name it by a number. What did all those drugs do to you? How did they make well, you feel? Well, I was... Um, I was very, very strong, well-powered. So these drugs kind of uh, desensitized me. They would uh, put lower my, uh, my reactions. They would lower my resistance. As well as the experimental drugs and massive electric shock treatments, Mrs. Huard was subjected to psychic driving. Hypnotic-like messages were repeated over and over to a sleeping patient sometimes for as long as 16 hours in a row. That's why you cannot listen to music while you sleep, watch television, none of that shit. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? That shit is very fucking important, man. You got to be very careful. Hold on. Hold on. Here come my goddamn shit. Oh, wow, it's raining. Dripping. Hey. Girl, I ain't even look outside. It don't look like it rains when you're looking out the window. <laughs> Thank you, Dry Safe. I had no idea. Dry Safe, thank you. All right, sorry about that, ladies and male women. Okay, here we go. They were a key part of the mind control experiment. This is What's that thing called? Psychic driving? Desensitizing. Yeah, psychic driving. My reaction lower my resistance. As well as the experimental drugs and massive electric shock treatments, Mrs. Huard was subjected to psychic driving. Hypnotic-like messages were repeated over and over to a sleeping patient, sometimes for as long as 16 hours in a row. They were a key part of the mind control experiment. This is how Mrs. Huard remembers one of the messages. Why are you running away from your responsibilities, Janine? Why? Why? why are you running away? What the fuck? Y'all hear the shit? No, can you hear the message? Oh, why I can hear are it. You running, why are you running away from your responsibilities? Why are you running away from your responsibilities? Why are you running away from your <laughs> Look, let me wind it back. Goddamn. All right, y'all better not get under hypnosis, motherfucker. You hear me? Don't let this psychic you drive me take you somewhere. <laughs> you get so hypnotized. Oh, shit. Goddamn, this shit. Wow, here we go. Hold on, take it back. Hypnotic message, psychic driving hypnotic messages. Sometimes for as long as 16 hours in a row. They were a key part of the mind control experiment. This is how Mrs. Huard remembers one of the messages. Why are you running away from your responsibility, Janine? Why, Janine? 
Why are you running away from your responsibilities? Why are you running away from your responsibilities? I would try very strongly not to be, not to let my mind be capturing all the messages, but they would lower my resistance so much with the other drugs, but I couldn't, I couldn't do, do otherwise than listen. Did you ever ask them how any of this was making you better? No, I didn't ask questions. I was just saying, I don't want to go through it again. And I would cry. They were just saying what they don't want to do, and she said she would cry. Newbie, test question. MK Ultra, declassified file. Test question, ladies and gentlemen, because this is our 11th show on this. Test question. What person cannot be placed under mass mind control or brainwashing or hypnosis? What type of person? Anybody know the answer? Ooh, Anybody ooh, remember ooh, ooh. Well, come on, come on. Give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> Those who question everything. And there's more. Uh, what's the other one? When was it? Ooh, was it that those that are not religious or under any? Nope, nope, not religious. You know you're under my control. Yeah, it's religious. <laughs> well, that we're not religious. That's what I'm saying. Oh no, 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 that's not it. That ain't it. You got one. Right. Number one is those that question everything, and what's right. another one? Come on. Oh, man, I gotta dig deep, dig deep. Um, An adequate diet. Absolutely, that's a hundred percent. And non-conformance. Conformance, yes, that's the one. Those are your three that cannot be placed under mind control or hypnosis or power of suggestion. One that questions, one that has an adequate diet, and one that does not conform. That's your three. That's right. Keep that in your head. I didn't want to, you know. I knew it. Way down in my heart, I knew it wasn't good, but, uh, you know, how could you fight? You're in a, in a hospital where it's supposed to be the best, with the best doctors, so. See? What can we do? See, newbie, those key words there will would um, unarm you, disarm you. The best doctors. You ever heard that shit? You you in the healthcare? Oh yeah. Or death oh care. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This hospital got the best doctors. This is the best. This the best. That the best. All of that type of shit. The best schools. The best. You know what I'm saying? All this type of shit, man. They is this how they get them? I'm telling you, they get them. And you don't even know. You haven't investigated. You ain't see for yourself. You just walk in a willing slave. You know what I'm saying? Just completely disarmed based off of belief of what they told you. Amazing, right? All right, here we go. Where it's supposed to be the best with the best doctor, so what can you do? I say I can't. I can't take it anymore. I can't stand it. I don't think this is doing me any good. I feel worse. And he'd walk down the hall a little way with me and put his arm on my shoulder and come on now, you know, you're going to do it. And finally I'd say, well, okay. And 
off he'd go to my room and he would give me another injection and then pat me on the shoulder and off he'd be again. I had he called a, a lassie? A 14. Say what? He called her lassie? Is that what he, she said he said? God, I, I was reading the caption. Oh, well, you can't read the caption and believe every word you read because they got it all wrong, though. Let's hear it again. His arm on my shoulder. And come on now, Lassie, you know you're going to do it. And finally I'd say, yeah, Lassie. Well, it does say Lassie. She did say Lassie. She did. And you know you're going to do it. You know you're going to do it. She ready to leave. And he convinced her to stay. Rubber. That's, that's Pavlov's dog right there. <laughs> yeah, Lassie. That's right. Come on now, Lassie. You know you're going to do it. And finally I say, well, okay. Okay. And off he'd go to my room and he would give me another injection and then pat me on the shoulder and off he'd be again. I had LSD, I believe, a total of 14 times. And uh, sometimes there would be four days between the injections and sometimes there would be one consecutive day after the other. And uh, some of them I managed to write down things in my notes. Stop the camera. A newly declassified CIA doctor. What the hell did she say? The last little bit, boo. There will be she was saying one. that it gave her LSD like 14 times, Don. I'm wondering why she's not a crackhead. And then when she could remember certain days, she would write down things to remember. You sounded like a straight white boy. I wonder why she's not a crackhead, Don. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you give me LSD that many times? Come on. Wonder, wonder she's not a crackhead. <laughs> Remember, this is the same bitch that is still on drugs right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is, it is her telling her story, but she's still on drugs. She has yeah, to be on tell. drugs 24 fucking hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, 40 so she a is day. a crackhead. Crazy. Some of them I managed to write down things in my notes. Stop to Cameron. A newly declassified CIA document shows there was at least one voice of protest at the agency as the experiments got underway. One agent wrote, does project officer approve these immoral and inhuman tests? I suggest that all who are in favor of the above intended operation volunteer their heads for use in Dr. So-and-so's noble project. The names were deleted. The first thing you're going to do is do a God string. Damn. I'm tired of saying tunnel now, man. Hello. In her hospital room, a terrified Mrs. Orlico tried to hide like a child at the sound of Dr. Cameron's approaching footsteps. I heard him coming, and I hid in the washroom in my room. And I thought, well, I'll go and sit on the toilet, and nobody will see me. Anyhow, that didn't work because um, he knocked on the door, and he said, now, come on, Lassie, you know you're in there, and come on, you come out and let me give your injection. And I said, no, I'm not taking any more injections. I can't do it. I don't care if I die. I can't. I can't do it anymore because this is killing me and that's all there is to it. I can't do it. Well, he wasn't very happy about it. And um, I'm trying to figure out how the fuck she has a baby, she's depressed, 
and now she's locked into a psychiatric ward. You know, she got her own fucking room, and they're doing this shit on her. Where's your fucking child? With the druggist husband of yours? That's a good question. This is dangerous-ass shit. Yes, it is. That's some dangerous shit right there. This bitch got her own room, own toilet, own everything. She's dead. Like, what the fuck? And not once have you heard her refer to her to her children or child. They don't took that shit out her head. Bitch, you ain't got mm. nothing but us. What well, mother does that, right? You ain't got nothing but us. They took that shit out. They already the mind fault to deleted everything about her life. She don't even know she just had a goddamn baby. And I'm thinking that that when they say lassie to her is like a trigger word, you know. Mm. However, after a little discussion, he turned on his heel and left the room. The electric shock treatments were administered on an unprecedented scale. It was called de-patterning. The mind was short-circuited so the psychic driving hypnotic messages could be planted on a clean slate. There is now no no. Just like a computer. Remember, they're saying the mind, but it's actually brain control because that's a computer. So you saw how they said it could be. They deleted everything about it. They erased. About yep. what, yeah, erased everything of the conscious and the subconscious. You know what I'm saying? That was the purpose of the shock treatment. They deleted all the files. That's why this bitch didn't even know she had fucking kids. All she talking about, I just don't want to take the drug. I just don't want to take the drug. She don't know shit else. And what? Put the hypnotic messages, the psyche driving, to to code the brain, to encode the brain. And that's it. And that's to program the brain the way the fuck they they want it. That shit, yo, uh-uh. No. No, could be planted on a clean slate. Mm. Take it back just a little bit. That's 1650. Take it back to 1640. So the psychic driving hypnotic messages could. could be planted on a clean slate. There is now no known use of electric shock on such a scale. Even in Soviet mental asylums, where political crimes are punished. Psychiatrist and former colleague of Dr. Cameron, Dr. Elliot Emanuel. As you probably know, uh, electroshock treatment has been working for depression for something like 40 years now. It's a very successful and uh, useful treatment for severe depression that doesn't respond to other things. But depatterning is a use of electroshock treatment in a totally different way, in which instead of giving the shocks, say, two or three times a week, uh, they're given two or three times a day for three or four weeks reducing the patient to a sort of animal vegetable state from which it's hoped that they would recover in a, uh, a more healthy state of mind. It didn't work. I was there for a while and I thought, I, I don't want to stay here. And I, and I started to run away from the hospital and they grabbed me and then they put me on sleep treatment. And they kept you asleep for 23 days and while I was asleep, they were shocking the heck out of me with electric shocks and playing tapes. Uh, there was another lady who had the uh, same kind of psychic driving that I did, and she was a very wiry, slender lady, and with lots of pep and zip, you know, and she'd go to the dances and this and that. 
and one day she just wasn't there. And uh, when we asked where she went, they said, oh, well, you know, she's gone to another hospital. Well, sometime later, I was in the day hospital, and I happened to ask a nurse if she'd heard what had happened to this lady. And she said, oh, that's her sitting over there. And I looked, and there was a fat lady that just looked like she was made out of dough. She didn't know me. She didn't know herself. She didn't know anybody. She was gone. Now, that's a death. Did you ever try and get away from there? Did you ever say, I'm just not going back? I tried. Uh, I was home for the weekend. And uh, I had a pass for the weekend. That's how they call it. So when I was there, I said, I'm not going back there. So I telephoned or somebody else in the house telephoned and they said, if you're not coming back, we're sending the police after you. So I remember being so upset. I was crying. I didn't want to go in. And uh, it was really like a concentration camp. If you want to eat help. Uh, no shit. God damn. All them white lab coats, man, is a concentration camp. Camp. There was a gentleman who jumped off the roof of the island. I don't think he had LSD, but he had uh, sleep therapy with um, with psychic driving, you know, with the driving tapes under his pillow. And they told him he was going to go home. And he'd just come out of sleep therapy. And uh, he just jumped, he said, went around, big smile on his face, said goodbye to everybody, went up on the roof and jumped off and landed at the back door of the island, which was a dreadful, off thing. I don't think he was more than 30. And he was just gone. Just gone. And there was this big washed area at the back door. Nobody would go in and out of that back door for a long so that's interesting. So that suicide is based on um, psychic driving. You know what I'm saying? And for the record, we have another um, Miss USA that supposedly jumped off a building. Where she at, newbie? This was like a week or two ago. Damn. Another black Miss USA. Yeah, jumped off of her building. This is two. This is psychic driving, man. So, so this is no coincidence. <laughs> yeah, so you know... Um, you know how they be like some somebody such and such killed themselves and shit like that? That could be based on psychic driving. Because shit is still happening. I think that's exactly what happened to um, Regina King's son. Also that mayor, you know what I'm saying, psychic driving, literally told that motherfucker to go to the park and kill himself, which don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, like right. that, like dry. I mean, for real, that's a lot. Like, well, you know, I got, you know, that's that's my, that's some other shit going on, man. This shit, wow. Yeah, cause some of this shit don't make no sense. Trust me, man. I think about killing myself. I'm not finna, you know, like drive some fucking where, stop at traffic lights. That all that shit would change instantly, wouldn't it? See a dog, see a family, and be like, oh man, this shit beautiful, man. I ain't finna kill myself today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's some other shit. Like, it's, it, this makes no sense. You already got the fucking gun, right? Blow your fucking brains out. Why t- Why get in the car? 
Why pull out your driveway? Why do all this other type of shit? Why stop at traffic lights? Shit like that. This shit's still going on, y'all. This shit is still happening. I'm telling you. Long time. And everybody in the, in the hospital spoke in hushed tones. and Everybody was affected. They would not talk about it. It was as though it did not happen. In 1973, all MK Ultra files under the control of the Technical Services Division Chief of the CIA were ordered destroyed by the director, Richard Helms. But in a bureaucracy, as vast as the Central Intelligence Agency, it's difficult to destroy everything. And the damning evidence of the Cameron Project surfaced after a Freedom of Information Act suit. It revealed Mrs. Orlico had reason for her nightmares and her doubts. I've heard that it was the most brutal program under that under MK Ultra in the States and in Canada. That this was the most brutal. It was an awful feeling to realize when I found this out that the man whom I had thought cared about what happened to me didn't give a damn. I was a fly. Just a fly. Her husband, David Orlico, NDP Member of Parliament for 22 years, remembers the cost. We had Blue Cross coverage, but we didn't have... Uh, but Blue Cross did not cover treatment in a mental hospital. So uh, what we did uh, after the first year was to sell the house, which was really the only money that we had. And my daughter and I moved in with, uh, with the house mother. And uh, we stayed there almost three years. It was, it was tough, but the financial cost was really a small part of the cost. If you're talking about cost, it really, it really disrupted our lives. Mrs. Orlico sued the Allen Memorial Institute, and last year it quietly settled out of court for $50,000. But that's only the amount she estimates she had to pay for what she thought was treatment. Apart from giving Mrs. Orlico her money back, the Allen has done nothing to compensate Cameron's other victims. But in the U.S., a former CIA director, Stansfield Turner, promised the Congress the agency would try and track down victims of the MKUltra project in both Canada and the U.S. so they might get compensation. The CIA wrote the Allen this recently declassified letter. Addressed to Maurice Danger, then director, it said, It has been our understanding that there are no remaining records of Dr. Cameron's research that might reveal the identities of patients under his care during the time period in question. However, by way of leaving no stone unturned, we now inquire whether this information might be reconstituted through patient records, financial records, or other hospital records. Sincerely yours, Daniel B. Silver, General Counsel, CIA. So even the CIA made some effort to find the victims, but little help from Montreal. There is no record of the Allen ever attempting a search of all its medical records, although Cameron's successor admits it would be easy enough to do. CIA documents show that 53 people in Montreal were subjected to the MKUltra experiments, but only nine of those have been positively identified. Apart from Orlico, Huard, and Logie, there were three Montreal housewives, one of whom is now institutionalized. There's a Montreal businessman who never really got his life together again after the experiments, and another man who's been destitute for most of the time since. 
Ironically enough, one of the victims is now a psychiatrist practicing in eastern Ontario. She obviously functions well enough, but after the experiments, 10 years of her memory was wiped right out. The McGill Project was abruptly terminated in 1964, and so Dr. Cameron returned to the United States. Three years later, he died suddenly of a heart attack. God damn it. Hold on, commercial, y'all. Sure, sure he did. Sure he did. He died of a, suddenly of a heart attack. You think he did? I don't know. It doesn't sound good at all. Mm. You think he did? Why he ain't that? That motherfucker on to another goddamn project the CIA got his ass working on. Nigga ain't dead. That motherfucker ain't dead. That motherfucker's still here. There it is. The evaluation of Cameron's work in Montreal by his successor showed that the intensive shock therapy was not only medically useless, but potentially dangerous. Cameron, though, never revealed how much he knew about the CIA sponsorship of his work. Robert Logie was later given cortisone treatment for the pains in his leg that brought him to the Allen in the first place. It worked, but his mind is a different story. He now has joined with Mrs. Orlico, Madame Huard, and six other Canadians in a massive lawsuit against the United States government. They contend that they sought treatment and instead were made unwitting victims of CIA experiments. The nine Canadians are seeking $1 million apiece in damages from the U.S. government. The CIA intimidates many American law firms, but this case is being fought by a lawyer who defended Lillian Hellman and Arthur Miller during the McCarthy witch hunts for communists. In preparation, the lawyers have interrogated every CIA agent involved in MKUltra, including former director Helms. With the trial expected to start soon, Joseph Raw sums up the case with his junior partner, James Turner. You get out of getting your- I got a question. How many of y'all and ask um ask whoever else you know, but um how many of y'all think that the MK Ultra Project Artichoke, Project Bluebird is over? How many of y'all think that this shit is over by the time the sixties and seventies? How many of y'all right now really believe or feel that they strapped the whole project dead, that it's over. Not by any measure, Don. Not by any measure. I just can't believe I even asked that dumbass question on Real Nigger Radio. I should be going around malls and Walmarts asking motherfuckers that shit. You ever see if the people that work there, Don? Ain't no way in hell. I shouldn't even. I knew better not to ask y'all motherfuckers that shit. You ever see the people that work there? That looks like an institution. Is it me? Nigga, have you ever watched um, uh, South Park? Oh, yeah. You watched South Park with the Walmart man, how he was controlling the minds of the masses plus the fucking workers. And they had to go in and find the heart. 
so that they can destroy it and free the motherfuckers from that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, what That's I'm surprised by is that shit. they actually tried to bring this case to court. Why didn't they just settle for this? I mean, come on. This is only going to reveal things, you know? Well, that lets you know that these are the same people operating. You know what I'm saying? So after those that was running the whole MK Ultra program, then whole new director and all that shit, whole new motherfucker, blah, 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 blah. They're like, fuck that. We going to court. Y'all ain't getting shit. <laughs> I'm like, what? And these people actually paid to get tortured. They paid I for it. I, I, I heard that part where he said they ended up selling his house and him and his daughter had to go somewhere else. Remember, she's not a mommy. White women have babies for white men. I realized that seven years ago. You said something right there. Yeah, I, I, I ended up watching a white show one day, and that's and it all hit me, watching a white television show. Yeah. And, you know, they have children for white men. You know what I'm saying? And they do exactly what pleases him as far as being the nanny. Yeah. White women are the nanny to white men's children. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's amazing. They have it for them. Yeah, I, it just hit me. And so, which is a problem in the black or the Nubian race because, you know, we have children for ourselves. And the problem is that Mr. Black Man would like to lobotomize us and have us thinking that we had this motherfucker for him. <laughs> like, we white bitches. You know what I'm saying? You got it? And this is where the problem come in at. This is where the problem come in at. It's a big difference, Don. Big yeah, difference. it's a big difference. It's a very big difference. So this is why... They call it uh, black families end up broken or whatever the fuck they want to call it. Um, yeah, because this nigga don't know his fucking place. And he's saying, well, this black bitch don't know her place. Because he has the white man mentality. And, 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 and it would be befitting of her to have the white woman's mentality. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I, it's called Frankie and Grace, man. I watched that shit. My daughter kept telling me to watch that shit, watch that shit. It was good and all this type of shit. Mama, shit, finally you need to watch it. Man, I watched these two white women. I fucking said, that explains it. Because, you know, during that time, newbie, I, I enrolled myself into a predominantly white dance school. Also caters to children as well, adult dance school that caters to children as well. And I would see these white moms drop these fucking babies off or sit in the car the whole time while their children, um, you know, uh, take up ballet and all that shit. And I'm in one adult class and all of that. And I'm thinking, wow, these white bitches are really um, investing in their children, right? Mel, notice I'm saying their children because I think every mother – Every woman that gives birth is their child. That's how stupid and naive and oblivious <laughs> I am to this shit, right? So I'm like, damn, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? 
You know, then I had flashbacks when I lived in that little small, predominantly white country-ass town, and I would see these white women drop uh, with their sons, taking them to football practice and all that basketball and all that other type of shit, and I'm having flashbacks while I'm watching Frankie and Grace. I said, man, they weren't doing that shit because that was the mother thing to do. That was the nanny thing to do. You got me? Oh, yeah. That was the nanny thing to do. Yeah. So and watching Frankie and Grace, um, both their husbands divorce, uh, filed for divorce on them two bitches, and in the argument in the kitchen, this is what hit me. The bitch said, um, I've had your children for you. I've done everything you asked me to do for your children. This is what the bitch said. You know what I'm saying? And now you're going to divorce me? Yeah, that type of shit. Basically fire you because now the kids are grown and shit. You know what I'm saying? So they play the nanny role. They are not mothers. You know what I'm saying? They were doing everything that was obligatory. Is that the right word? (laughs) For him because those are his children. I said, God damn. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So, next time you see a white woman with some fucking kids, man, know that she's the nanny. You understand? You feel me? She's not the mother. She's doing these things for him. You know what I'm saying? Not for the benefit of her. Like, she's not making these choices. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like she was saying that she's a good mother. You know what I'm saying? She was basically speaking like she was a hired nanny, you know, doing what he asked of her for the children's sake. That's strong, ain't it? Yeah. Very strong. Yeah. Even though this is why white people, white boys and girls grow up confused and a motherfucker. You know, calling the bitch they mom, but they confused in a mother. They still that's confusion. That's not your mother. Your father is your mother, and your father. <laughs> that bitch is a surrogate that he married <laughs> to carry his fucking kids. Yeah, yeah, and it's a lot of black men that do that shit. Marry bitches as a surrogate to carry their children. That's all they wanted you for. That shit strong. That shit does a motherfucker, man. Ugh. Anyway, scary. Uh, John Gettinger is the former CIA staff agent who testified that at his request, the CIA contacted Cameron and informed him that a front in New York would support his work. As a result of that, Cameron received CIA funds to finance the LSD and brainwashing experience. In other words, Cameron, all he did was what the CIA was, in effect, asking him to do. Yeah. And what he said he was going to do, and he did it. And, they, and then they paid him money for it. And then what about uh, Gottlieb? Now, we got a lot of stuff out of Gottlieb here. It's one of his uh, depositions. We uh, got him. I take it. He said, I'm going to wash my hands of this. I'm approve the project, but I don't have to take care of the Canadian citizens who are going to be affected. Is that fair? That's fair. He admitted that they took no steps whatsoever 
to guarantee that people wouldn't be injured if it could be avoided or to make sure that people even knew that they were participating in an experiment. Well, this guy Gottlieb's got quite a record, doesn't he, uh, on negligent action ahead of I got another dumbass question to ask. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. Do you think that the government is still doing experiments on the masses? No, Don. Who would think that? What's wrong with you? I just have to ask, man. Don't beat me up. <laughs> I just be got. I got to know what people heads at, man. You know, you feel me? Like I don't you know. Like you know, you know, you got to trust your government. You know, you love your government. That's right. But I was just thinking, Completely. 100%. They would never. What's wrong with you? What kind they of would never, are you? Not right now. They would never. Not even yesterday they would ever. Not even day before. Not even last year. Not even the year before that. Not even the years, 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 years before that they would never. Not even this year coming. <sighs> okay. I mean, before this ever, uh, he was personally involved in an experiment that resulted in the death of a uh, U.S. Army. Is that the one where they uh, put the uh, allies? in the Quattro of a guy named Olson. Yeah, and then he jumped out of a window and committed suicide in New York City. They managed to cover that up, too. I like a man who was general counsel of the CIA. His name's Larry Houston. And at that time, he said this was culpable negligence. He was a general counsel. And they went on, left a guy on the job who had uh, been guilty, according to their own lawyer, of a culpable negligence. What about Helms? We took his deposition, too. It's right here. Yeah, it's an awful thick deposition. He didn't remember a whole lot. There's a, a major case of... You know what we need? We need to get our hands on those depositions. Where's Brian? Brian, are you here? Brian, stop fucking the girls in the bathroom. Come back to your classroom. Brian, you need it. We, because we'll have more information if we get that deposition. Brian, find that Brian, deposition that they're talking he about. He sells sandwiches in the cafeteria. Get them. He was fucking girls in the bathroom, it's not. Look, uh, what's the guy's name? Fuck! You got me there. These are two lawyers who basically took the CI to court, CIA, for, um, for the uh, MK Ultra. So they have the deposition. It's in court. If you need a PACER account or anything like that, I'll pay for it, motherfucker. Matter of fact, everybody let's help. Uh, Cash App WGAG Radio on Cash App, and we can goddamn get a PACE account. But that will give us more information and the deposition of all the agents during that time. But remember, this was in Canada, though, Don. No, it wasn't in Canada. This is the United States. CIA said they're not fucking with the motherfuckers they did on um, in Canada. But it's still the deposition. Uh uh-uh. uh, CIA. This CIA didn't want to touch dealing with. Remember, they said, okay, well, we'll dig into it and we'll find um, the people that was part of the MK Ultra in in Canada, but they came up with nothing. Yeah, but the people they that didn't. are suing are in Canada, though. No, these people are also Army and all that type of shit. That ain't the point. Fuck the goddamn lab rats. <laughs> the deposition of the CIA. Oh, okay, okay, I got that you. Is the po- that's the important thing. Fuck, fuck the money. I thought the deposition was in the actual cases, though. Yeah, but uh, this is going to court. 
in the right. United fucking States. So it's already documented in court. We'll find the depositions of all the agents and what they had to fucking do. Okay. We'll get more info on that. See, the files itself is redacted, but you can't redact no court case, player. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we need to um, we need to get those papers. We need to get the court documents, and all and the deposition is all in the court files, in the court documents of all the CIA that had to go to these these two attorneys. You know what I'm saying? And explain what happened, you know, and how it all happened. Because all right, all right now for the past 11 fucking shows, man, we've just been hearing, well, just been reading letters and, and shit like that to them motherfuckers. And we don't know how deep the rabbit hole go, but sometimes we got to veer off from one street to get to the next one. That's why, um, Brian, we need this court case. We need the court case. Um. Okay, here it is. Here, here it is. Brian, look up Montreal's Allen Memorial Institute lawsuit against the U.S. government. That's what I just said. It was Canadians that are suing them. It don't give a fuck, but it's still the U.S. government. You can still access those court files. It's the U.S. government, right? Absolutely. You'd be able to find something. Yeah, I'm I'm going to drop this in here real quick. But, yeah, man, we need to – there it is. This motherfucker just got it. See? See this nigga? Brian, it's important that you get some ass every day in class, okay? You move faster. (laughs) Okay. Um, U.S. 1988, got it, or, or Little Claw versus United States, this is it, not all of it, but some, of, oh, yes, it is, it's a conclusion, oh, man, we need the whole situation, we need the, see, that's theirs, but we need the deposition that he's talking about right here, I'm rewinding back just a tad bit, okay, because they dropping names, Take care of the Canadian citizens are going to be affected. Let me wind it back. Up front, New York will support his work as a result of that camera. Let's take it back. The finance, the LSD, and brainwashing experiment. In other words, Cameron, all he did was what the CIA was, in effect, asking him to do. Yeah. And what he said he was going to do, and he did it. And And then they paid him money for it. And then what about uh, Gottlieb now? We got a lot of stuff out of Gottlieb. Here's one of his uh, depositions. We... uh, Got him, I tell See, see, they got godly deposition. That's one of the CIA agents or operatives that was working he on said, it. I'm going to wash my hands of this. I'm approved the project, but I don't have to take care of the Canadian citizens who are going to be affected. Is that fair? That's- okay, that's what he says, uh, newbie. Godly says that I don't, want, I don't have to take care of the Canadian citizens are going to be affected. Is that fair? They don't want to, yeah. He said that they took no steps whatsoever to guarantee that people wouldn't be injured if it could be avoided or to make sure that people even knew that they were participating in an experiment. Well, this guy Gottlieb's got quite a record, doesn't he, uh, on negligent action ahead of time, I mean, before this ever... Uh... Uh, he was personally involved in an experiment that resulted in the death of a uh, 
U.S. Army. Is that the one where they uh, put the uh, LSD in the Quantra of a guy named Olson? Yeah, and then he jumped out of a window and committed suicide in New York City. They yeah. managed to cover that up, too. I like a man who was general counsel of the CIA. His name's Larry Houston. And at that time, he said this was culpable negligence. He was a general counsel. And they went on, left a guy on the job who had uh, been guilty, according to their own lawyer, of a couple of What about Helms? We took his deposition too. It's right here. Yeah, it's an awful See, they got all these niggas' depositions. We need to get a hold to them goddamn CIA depositions. You think it's in the files? I totally disagree. I don't think it's in the CIA files, the MK Ultra file, their deposition. I'm telling you, it's not there. We got to find it. Thick deposition. He didn't remember a whole lot. There's a, a major case of forget me. It's the only. Uh, thing that he, we really got out of him was that uh, he instructed uh, Gottlieb, uh, the CIA's Dr. Gottlieb, to destroy the record. When the story broke about the covert CIA... They destroyed the records, Don. Well, the United they, yeah, 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 they destroyed the records, but not the fucking case, not the court. Not, not what they... N- not what the deposition... The witnesses, the victims, you feel me? It's good when you take some shit out of the government and go to another fucking government to put it all on record, right? <laughs> shit, wow. That's, that's what Parsi did. Parsi knew, Parsa knew. You remember Parsa, right, the Hindu guy that, that I was reading for a while and YouTube snatched that channel down. The parser guy that was talking about the AI, the um, the mosquitoes, had everybody listed as a um, lawsuit from Clinton, Obama, uh, Bush, um, Facebook, Google, YouTube, all the motherfuckers, right? Explaining what they what they're doing to the people with this AI shit. I can't come on. That's all parser wanted to do was put it on record. You know what I'm saying? And the best way to put shit on record is put it in the courts. Of a couple of nights. What about Helms? We took his deposition, too. It's right here. Yeah, it's an awful thick deposition. He didn't remember a whole lot. There's a, a major case of forget me. The only uh, thing that he, we really got out of him was that uh, he instructed uh, Gottlieb, uh, the CIA's Dr. Gottlieb, to destroy the record. When the story broke about the covert CIA activities on Canadian soil, the United States sent a formal apology to the Trudeau government. But External Affairs Minister Alan McCacken has refused to release that document to Mrs. Orlico and the others in the lawsuit. Hi. That damn commercial. Hold up. I say a Hindu and this motherfucker pops up. Here we go. Declassified State Department letter shows why. Addressed to the Canadian Embassy, it reads, This is with reference to your request for the views of the U.S. and... All right, y'all got to restart your phone. If you on the call lines, hang up, call back in. We about to go into overtime. Call-in number if you want to chop it up with us. You got to hurry up and get in. The call-in number is 425-569-5274 or 515-605-9828. We got both vids playing in the after-party and also on YouTube, Lockdown Radio, again. <laughs> All right? So, yeah, we're about to go into overtime. you got two minutes. All right, here we go. 
shit, man. This is a lot. I'm winding back to the court. This declassified State Department letter shows why. Addressed to the Canadian Embassy, it reads, This is with reference to your request for the views of the U.S. intelligence community concerning possible release by the Canadian government of certain documents relating to the Orlico matter. Your request was given careful review on the basis of which it has been requested that the Canadian government withhold from public disclosure the documents in question. Wow. Moved heaven and earth to get the correspondence and the documents and the discussions between the Canadian government and the United States. The United States won't give it to us because they're covering up their wrong. The Canadian government won't give it to us because they're scared of the United States government. Both of them are holding back all of the information about this. I think the case could be broken if the Canadian government would say to the CIA, we're not going to cover up for you any longer. We're going to allow, this, we're going to give this material to Mr. Orlico for his case. Well, if the Canadian government has this apology from the U.S., why in the world do you think they wouldn't release it? Oh, I just think uh, the Canadian government's a little bit... Uh, uh, like international wimps uh, in the case of uh, the United States. I don't know why they're so scared of us. We're not going to do anything. I don't think the Seventh Army is going to attack Montreal because you give us that material. I understand, though, that the, that the American position is that this kind of CIA material can't be security reasons. Maybe that's true. Well, security, my neck. Frank, the CIA, the, the, everything they forget. Then when they have to stop forgetting because uh, it's ludicrous, then they say it's all national security. What is national security about the apologies of the United States to Canada? They get very belligerent, the Canadians, with the Russians when they shoot down the uh, 007 with some Canadian citizens. But when the CIA comes into all the citizens, ruins the lives of many of these citizens, the Seventh Army is going to attack Montreal because you give us that material. I understand, though, that the that the American position is that this kind of CIA material can't be released for national security reasons. Maybe that's true. Well, security, my neck. First, the CIA, the, the, everything they forget. Then when they have to stop forgetting because uh, it's ludicrous, then they say it's all national security. What is national security? about the apologies of the United States to Canada. They get very belligerent, the Canadians, with the Russians when they shoot down the uh, 007 with some Canadian citizens. But when the CIA covertly does something to all the citizens, ruins the lives of many of these citizens, I don't know why. Canada made forceful representations on behalf of the Toronto businessman who was kidnapped by bounty hunters taken back to Florida. That wouldn't indicate that they're afraid to make a ruckus down That was a pretty easy situation. I mean, my God, you kidnap a Canadian and take him to the United States, heavens above. Uh, and furthermore, you, who do you have to fight there? A couple of bounty hunters. Here you're fighting the CIA. That scares the Canada. I'm surprised that if your case is as strong as you say, that the American government isn't trying to get an out-of-court settlement, pay out a bunch of money, and just hope it'll go away. When the CIA went into this brainwashing, what we call the MK Ultra program, when they went into that, they injured lots more people than the nine we are suing for. They injured a great many of them. Here in, here in the United States? Here in the United States. They may feel 
that they've got so many skeletons in their closet that settling with us, even though we're clearly right and they would like it to go away, would hurt them as a precedent. I can't think of any other reason that they're being so really rough on us. I think there is a duty on the government to uh, to uh, release, in a matter such as this, all of the information it has. Alan Lawrence is a conservative justice critic in the Commons. In government complicity or government negligence, so be it. You know, uh, uh, it, it's far better to make a full disclosure and, and, a, and a full confession of your sins in a matter such as this. It's always a difficult thing for anybody to sue a government. I, I don't know why these motherfuckers expect a goddamn sorry every fucking time. I don't get that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't a, a sorry ain't going to cut it. And not only a sorry ain't going to cut it, but they're still at it to this day. You know what I'm saying? They still at it to this day. What's this, 1980s? They still at it. They, it's 84, a, it's, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a fucking whole new type of goddamn mind control. Now, now remember what we're reading is that they took plants, Right? Got all the pharma, what they call it, drug houses, as you call pharmacies today. Right? And got them, they done stockpiled all these goddamn pills, passing them out to every goddamn body to this day. They know what they're doing. Right? It's a TV in every fucking home, just about. It's also iPhones, smartphones. Smart televisions every fucking where while all these motherfuckers on drugs and it's drugs in the goddamn food. Food and drugs administrator administering to you. This is their new fucking treatment. This is their new goddamn project. You know, not new, new, like today new. This is their old new, new project. Remember they brought in the television in the 1950s? Remember that yesterday, and the guy at Rutgers, who they was writing a letter to, tell them, you know what I'm saying? If if um, we're interested, don't be shocked, um, don't be afraid to give us any type of uh, weaponry dealing with the television of mass mind control. You know what I'm saying? We're interested in that. We want everything you know. You know what I'm saying? Give us everything you know. What television does. What do you say? Um, we we we're not afraid to um, to study. Uh, what what the letter say? This is a really really good fucking letter. Don't make me pull it back the fuck up. The classified declassified letter. Um, what do you say? He said and auditory. You know what I'm saying? How to have how to get um, how to train people to speak yep. in a certain certain tone on stage to the masses. Which- with gestures, and put, yep. And put them under hypnosis. We're not afraid of that, so don't get shot. We are asking for your help in this shit. This is in the fucking 50s when television came out. Your television has gotten a hell of a lot more sophisticated by now, right? Your radio mm-hmm. has gotten a hell of a lot more sophisticated. Music pumping. Uh, they turned up the uh, frequency. Um, you know, 144, right? Hertz, megahertz, all the way up now higher. They done bought in the 5G and the 6G is already in effect. Come on, y'all. Come the fuck on. They don't have to apologize. 
they're still doing their job. Mass mind control. Mass hip no, it's still fucking happening. And everybody is fucking drugged from zero all the way up to them old ass motherfuckers they got in the bed today. They still doing psychic driving on these motherfuckers. It's still happening. This is a motherfucker, man. Like the fuck. Ain't nobody saying shit. Because they all goddamn under hypno, they don't even know what the fuck is happening to their ass. They don't even fucking know that shit. Look at the fucking rappers. They don't even fucking know it. They keep them asses drugged to put out that same goddamn psychic driving. Look at all the Look at this shit. Look at the radio waves. Look at the television waves. Look at the electromagnetic frequency and radiation, man. Think about it all. That's some electric shock shit right there. That's a whole new electric fucking shock treatment done to the masses, right? And the only motherfuckers that is immune to it is the 144,000. Out of 7 billion motherfuckers, only 144,000 is immune to this bullshit. Why? How? Newbie, how are they immune? They question everything. And they have an adequate diet, diet, and they're not fucking conformists. That's it. According to the CIA files, <laughs> MK Ultra files, so you ain't going to be able to get every goddamn body. And now what happens? What happens now? Refer to that article some sick fuck at a university said. They come to find out that these type of people, Nonconformance, adequate diet, those that question everything, and it is born with intellect, has a fact-resistant strand in them. And if we deprive them kind, if we take away food from them, all their goddamn everyday necessities that they're living off of, they will eventually accept the facts. This is what this fucking professor said. This nigga at a fucking university. Strange, right? Not strange at all. Now speed it up or rewind it back. What did they say they were going to do to the non-vax motherfuckers? Ban them from going to yep. restaurants, hospitals, eating. They didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? School. Yeah, absolutely. Fact-resistant is what they're calling it a strand, but if we take away all of that from them, they will eventually have to accept our facts. So is is it really a fact strand, fact-resistant strand, or is it a bullshit detector that we have in us? I think it's the latter, Don. I know. So now they owning the facts. they controlling what facts are. Ain't that a bitch? And mad that a small group of motherfuckers around the world, a very small 0.01% of humans ain't buying into it. But even even one motherfucker can be a threat to 7 billion people. Could pose a threat to their to their to their plan only if one one could be a threat, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And so we go back to what? Event 201? The main thing they discussed in Event 201 in 2018, 2019, when they released it. But that shit was in the making for three fucking years. When John Hopkins University released that motherfucker on their YouTube page, the most important thing that they had to bring to the table in Event 201 is how do we control the information in the Internet and in social media because it's going to be some motherfuckers that's going to counteract our mission that could possibly wake up motherfuckers from the bullshit that we about to pull off with this pandemic. Right? So what happens after that? What happens before that? Because mind you, you're looking at a date when John Hopkins dropped it on YouTube, the Event 201. You're not looking at how long it took for them to make the motherfucking Event 201. So let's take it back three years prior to 2019. Facebook kept telling motherfuckers, get ready because we want to take care of you. We want to keep you safe. We have to protect you from lies. So at this point, we're going to bring in fact checkers. That's what this motherfucker said. So you won't fall for the bullshit. This was three years back to back to back to back before Event 201 shows up on YouTube. So what happens? Boom. The pandemic. What kept getting fact checked? The truth. Who kept getting motherfucking kicked out, banned, and all that shit, pages deactivated? Those that knew the fucking truth. Fact check kept coming, covering up shit, deleting shit. Nonconformance, adequate diet, those that question everything. A fact-resistant strand in their DNA. Get the fuck out of here. And if you don't have the cooperation of your own government in doing it, uh, you have uh, a few strikes against you right off the bat. If the process was reversed, if it was some sort of a uh, secretive uh, Canadian operation taking place in the United States, I'm sure all hell would break loose uh, down there as far as beating of breasts and waving of flags and whatnot. If the material came from the States, perhaps they're bound by, if not law, good manners to not turn it over if the source of the information doesn't want it turned over. I uh, don't know about manners. Uh, I don't know about international manners very much. But I know that if I were in charge of a government to whom nine citizens that we are suing for have been brainwashed without their knowing, have had their lives impaired, and have it done by a foreign agent undercover without the government of Canada knowing it, I would find a way to help those people instead of hindering them. We tried to ask External Affairs Minister McKechn why the government of Canada is not helping these Canadian citizens who are victimized by agents of another country. But for more than two months, Mr. McKechn has been unavailable to discuss the matter. This incredible product oh, is in the middle of Say what? For two months, he wasn't able to give them anything. That's an admittal of guilt to me. He must have known. Man, look, man, none of these motherfuckers are guilty, even today. 
Fauci is not guilty. Pfizer is not guilty. Johnson & Johnson is not guilty. Moderna is not guilty. CDC is not guilty. The White House is not guilty. CIA is not guilty. Homeland Security, not guilty. FEMA, not guilty. Hospitals, health care, not guilty. The death care. The penal system, not guilty. You have a point. None of these motherfuckers is guilty. You want to know why? It's legal. It's legal. There's no such thing as legal. The reason why they're not guilty is simply because you wanted it. You showed up, no matter what the fuck it is. You could have left any time. Same way that psychiatric or that psychology test that I brought to the show where they got volunteers or whatever to, to shock treatment these people behind the screen, right? And the guy holding the clipboard, right? If you watch it, there's a guy holding the clipboard, and they saw him as an authority, but they could have left at any time instead of um, make those people go through all this type of shock treatments. They were just volunteers shocking the people. The reality of it is that this white bitch here on this screen here, that other fat white bitch that's still on drugs 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that retarded-ass nigga who got lead problem but is psychotic, they all could have fucking left. You know what I'm saying? They all could have left. They all could have left. Here it is in a so, nutshell. So basically it's like saying, is the devil guilty? No. The devil is being the fucking devil. The devil will not repent because it's not supposed to repent. The devil is not supposed to change his fucking colors. You are supposed to reject and avoid that motherfucker. That's it. That's common goddamn sense, which nobody has anymore but me. It's just common fucking sense. So, nah, they're not guilty. You know what I'm saying? It's like saying, um, just like wives, you know, bitch, it's your fault. This is your fault. It's not the husband's fault, bitch. It's your fault. It's not the man's fault. It's your fault. What what do I mean by that? Everybody get it? Right? Everybody get it? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I know y'all get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not that nigga fault. That's a man. It's your goddamn fault. You accepted the oath. You the only one that truly believed in it. Doctors have a what? Hippocratic oath. Yes or no? Yes. But everybody dying. Whose fault is it? Is the doctors guilty or the goddamn dumbass patient? You knew what you were signing up for. You knew exactly what it was. This is what you wanted. Even when you second-guessed your own motherfucking psyche, you still stayed at it. We find out that these are the, this is the masses' fault. They need to apologize for their fucking ignorance, for their stupidity, for their weakness, for their gullibility, for their naiveness. They need to apologize. All this shit that's happening... With this uh, myoplasia, myo, whatever the fuck, people falling out, busting their fucking head over this goddamn drinks at the bar and shit, that's your goddamn fault. There ain't nobody's fault but yours. I bring the drugs into the country, blow it the fuck up, 
in the black neighborhoods, all niggas turning to crackheads, whose fault is it? It's the crackhead fucking fault. I'm the devil. You ain't. It ain't my fault. It ain't the government fucking fault. It's your fault. You brought the television into your house because you wanted to keep up with the Joneses. And we kept making that motherfucker HD to HDD, high definition, 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 and made it fucking smart. But you want to keep up with the latest. It's your fucking fault. Anybody, we didn't force you to buy the fucking television. We didn't even force you to buy the microwave ovens. It's your fault. So whatever the fuck happens to you, it's your goddamn fault. That is the goddamn truth. You chose this. You chose the poison. It's your fucking fault. Whether you knew nothing of it, it's still your fault. Because according to the law, what they say, what's that saying? Um, didn't know, what's, what's the saying? Having no knowledge of the law, that's your fault. Yes or no? Some shit like that they say, right? That shit, they ain't got nothing to do with us because your ass didn't know. That's what the devil say. They ain't got nothing to do with me because your ass didn't know. God damn it. Yeah, you giving your children fluoride, your whole family fluoride. That's your dumb ass. Goddamn ignorance of, of not knowing what fluoride is is your goddamn fault. Yes or no? I ain't got to tell you shit. It's your fault for lack of knowledge, which is why you will perish. It ain't my fault. I ain't got to fucking educate you. I ain't got to tell you every goddamn thing. You got to make it your goddamn business to know. So who's guilty? Who the fuck is guilty? Humans is guilty. They guilty. They should apologize to every human that they indoctrinated and converted to this motherfucking system. They should apologize to what they did to their children for this motherfucker. They should say they're sorry to their fucking kids for bringing them along to this shit. Now, their children are fucked up. Humans, parents, grandparents, husbands, wives, friends, sisters, brothers, they should apologize to each other. They're guilty. That's who's guilty. Wendy's ain't guilty. McDonald's ain't guilty. They tell you right there we put formaldehyde in the fucking fries. They'll tell you all that shit. What the Jew said, Nubit? The Jew said we, we put it out there. We chop they fucking babies up and sell it to goddamn McDonald's. They know this shit. But they just, they still goddamn eat that shit. So it's just shit like that. Like, goddamn, that's, yay. It ain't it ain't it ain't the it ain't the five Ps, man. It's the motherfuckers that <laughs> believe in the five Ps. It ain't the devil, it's the motherfuckers that believe in God. You motherfuckers need to apologize. Cause you believe in God. You need to say you fucking sorry. You're the one that's fucking guilty. And so is your goddamn ancestors. Fucking guilty. It ain't the white man. It ain't the government. It ain't Pfizer. It ain't Moderna. It ain't the CIA. It ain't none of them motherfuckers. You guilty of your ignorance. But it's like ignorance of the law is no excuse. 
That's what it say, right? All right. And this is still happening. And motherfuckers want to be paid for their ignorance? Are you fucking kidding me? You want to be paid for your fucking ignorance? You want some money off this shit? Because you trust these motherfuckers? You want some money for trusting the motherfucker that done goddamn digged you in, did you all the way in, and your kind? Get the fuck out. And y'all niggas want reparations for this shit? That shit makes no goddamn sense. You want reparations? And you still ignorant? For something that didn't even happen to your goddamn ass and you want a reward for it. That shit don't make no goddamn sense. Still ignorant. This is it. Who's guilty? Humanity is guilty. Humans are guilty. Every last one of them. Not these institutions. Not the 200 fallen fucking angels. Not the devil and his agents. Not the Dajjal. Not Satan and his helpers. <laughs> you get me, newbie. Like, got Come on, man. Not the dog that mauled the shit out of your baby because you wanted to give it a puppy. The dog ain't guilty. Your dumb ass is guilty for bringing a goddamn canine in the fucking house. You're the fucking one guilty, right? Come on, man. Shit. You know they created AIDS, and then you blame the white man when you get it. Well, how the fuck you get AIDS? Fucking, you guilty. The devil is not guilty. Not guilty at all. Not guilty of putting cancer shit in the fucking foods. They're not guilty. You guilty for eating the goddamn thing. Come on, man. We all just need to be the one apologizing to each other for turning each other out to this beast and putting trust in this motherfucker. Relying on this son of a bitch. We need to apologize to each other for this shit. All right, last... uh, Four minutes remaining on About what happened to you? How you feel about it now? I would tell him to try what would have been true and see what he would have to say after. Because uh, only when we go through such an experience, one can say how bad it can be and uh, how painful. I'd say... Come on, get off your horse and help us. We need some help from our government. We are innocent victims of something that happened that should never have been. And you can't make it. This bitch still said, and we need some help from our government. Every time I hear the word government I'm, I, and, and help and, and trust, it, I just hear, and we need the help from the devil. The motherfucker done did you in, and you going right back to the motherfucker to help you. This is their train. This is this is their mind. This is what the fuck they. Who the fuck does that shit? This is the masses' mentality, man. You do me in, and I need your help. 
You murdered me, and I need your ass to fucking goddamn resurrect my ass. Are you fucking kidding me? This this is a human. This is that's humans for you. That's fucking humans. Which why it all makes sense. Depopulation is very important. The only way that could work if you got a fucking you you got a bunch of dumbasses that go into the motherfucker that done goddamn killed every last motherfucker they know and they barely made it out alive and go back and ask them to patch them up and help them. That's how they do that shit. This bitch said, and, and our government won't help us. Bitch, do you know who the fuck the government is? They don't know. They do not know. They have no fucking clue, and this is what happens. You'll perish for a lack of knowledge. Because uh, only when you go through such an experience, one can say how bad it can be and uh, how painful. I'd say, come on, get off your horse and help us. We need some help from our government. We are innocent victims of something that happened that should never have been. And you can't make it. You can't put us back where we were. But at least do something to help us now. Do something to stand up and say this can't happen in Canada. What can you possibly get for your clients out of this case? You can't get their help back. That's not possible. And there are older people, and some of them may die during this uh, stonewalling by the CIA. And some of them may get worse. One of them at least is in an institution now. I mean, the thing is very much needed needing a speed by this uh, to get recommend. You can get some money. That's all you can get. That's all you can get when a doctor misoperates on you. You, you don't get your health back. There's no way we can get our health, their health back. But what we can get them is some funds to help ameliorate their old age uh, with the damage that's been done to them by this lousy uh, performance that occurred through the CIA by Dr. Cameron mistreating them and hurting them. One thing which triggered Mrs. Huard's initial depression was growing deafness in one ear. That was later corrected with minor surgery, but no surgery can undo Dr. Cameron's work at Ravenscraig. I cannot go to sleep without any medication. I have uh, migraine headaches that last for a week at the time. Doctors cannot find it. You see how they got them motherfuckers dependent on that shit? This bitch said, I can't go to sleep without medication. I know somebody like that to this day. My goddamn retarded ass motherfucking mama, man. My retarded ass mama, man, I called her ass one day. <laughs> I ain't going to never forget this shit that bitch said to me. I said, hey, mama, you up? She was like, yeah, I got problems. I said, what the problem? She said, every time I go to sleep, I wake up. I said, ain't that the fucking point? <laughs> what the fuck? You supposed to wake up after you go to sleep, goddamn it. That is the next step, goddamn. What the fuck is they have these motherfuckers thinking that something is wrong with them regardless. So they have to take drugs. They this is what they did to these dumbass motherfuckers. 
You got to take drugs. Can't sleep. Well, let me pop a pill so I can go to sleep. The fuck? I mean, this is a mother. Yo, this shit, they ain't still doing this shit? They ain't still doing this shit? They ain't still doing this shit, yo? I saw a fucking drug commercial for dumb-ass fucking women. Thanks to goddamn Hulu, dumb-ass playing all these stupid-ass commercials while I'm trying to watch a fucking show. I saw the most dumbest fuck. Look, this shit him for these dumb-ass bitches, right? What the fuck was it about? I can't tell you what the fuck these hoes diagnosed with, right? But it starts off saying if this drug will help you live forever or longer, right? Say this shit to some dumbass women, right? You know, get this drug, it'll help you live longer. So I don't know if it was cancer these bitches suffering from or whatever. I can't remember now. When they gave the side effects, motherfucker, <laughs> guess what one of the side effects was? Remember, it starts off with, the commercial starts off with, this drug will help you live longer. So what is the side effects? Death, God damn it. The side effect is death. <laughs> like. The side effect is death, motherfucker. Yo, you got to watch for the hook. You got to watch for the hook. All right, here we go. Let me get rid of this shit. Two more minutes. Uh, I have uh, slight amnesia. I have a lot of trouble to concentrate. I've never been able to sleep without medication. Well, bitch, who did your makeup, ho? Who put the eyeshadow eye on perfect and shit for your ass? What the fuck? They believe all this shit. Well, bitch, how you able to do your makeup, bro? They still think they are fucked up. You understand that shit? That's how they want you. They gaslighting these people. This bitch don't understand. Bitch, how you was able to put the ring on your finger? How you say you put earrings in your ear and a necklace on? If you got got you got amnesia, bitch. How will you remember this shit? You have problem concentrating and focus. Well, you got them focus. Put them goddamn eyebrows on your motherfucking forehead. You line the hell out your eyes with eyeliner at the top and the goddamn bottom. This is crazy making. I'm telling you, they done crazy made these motherfuckers. Doctors cannot find a cause. Uh. Let me write. Let me write this retarded yeah, yeah. lady back. Doctors can't find a cause. Bitch, you I mean, ain't got a cause. Very much needed needing of speed by the uh, to get recommended. You can get some money. That's all you can get. That's all you can get when a doctor misoperates on you. You you don't get your health back. There's no way we can get our health their health back. But what we can get them is some fund to help ameliorate their old age. Oh, what's the damage? Typical type of lawyer, right? You're going to be fucked up forever, but I can get 30% off this lawsuit. <laughs> off of your misery, I can get paid, goddammit. It ain't going to fix you, but it'll fix my pockets. Done to them by this lousy uh, performance that occurred through the CIA by Dr. Cameron mistreating them and hurting them. One thing which triggered Mrs. Huard's initial depression was growing deafness in one ear. That was later corrected with minor surgery. But no surgery can undo Dr. Cameron's work at Ravenscraig. I cannot go to sleep without any medication. I have uh, 
migraine headaches that last for a week at the time. Doctors cannot find a cost. Uh, I have uh, slight amnesia. I have a lot of trouble to concentrate. I've never been able to sleep without medication since the sleep treatment. I went through years and years and years of severe depression. I dream about it. I all my all my waking hours I think about it. It's uh, it's eating me up. I've been hospitalized. When I first went home to Winnipeg, I attempted to take my own life because I couldn't endure the way I felt. And uh, I have a, a chronic need. I'm very dependent on other people. And I have a chronic depression, which at times gets worse. Not being with my family, not being able to follow a career, not being able to study anymore, which I wanted to do very much. Uh, I would say it cost me my life. These people are mindful, man. These people are mindful. Rest my case, you on the man. It's these fucking humans, man. Bibby says she can't even study. Bitch, learn practice, ho. Practice. Goddamn, stop with that I can't shit. Oh, speaking of that I can't, right? So it was some black guy on um on um John Lemon's show, right? And he was and um they were talking about black people um it was in a debate. I can't think of the black guy name, Zena. Great day, Zena. But the black guy that's on Don Lemon's show, right? Uh, Don Lemon had a problem with the black guy, right? Don Lemon going to keep his job, tell you that shit. Because he quoted the black guy. He said, um, he said, um, he said, why do you keep saying shit? Like, I'm making this part up because trust me, I didn't watch it. If I watched it, I would be able to give it to a T. Somebody called me and told me about this shit. So I'm making this shit up. But getting to the point. That Don Lemon asked this nigger, um, why do uh, why you keep saying that black people need to pull themselves up by their own bootstrap? That's not possible. Not everybody can pull themselves up from their bootstrap, right? And so um, this Don Lemon telling that motherfucker that shit, right? Uh, y'all got sound? Okay, because last time I damn, yesterday they fucking shut the show down. Okay, so anyway, so when the person told me what Don Lemon said to the black guy, I said, but meanwhile, everybody can be gay. Get to it. You'll catch it later. Everybody can be gay. Everybody can goddamn identify as a goddamn male or female biologically, unbiologically, but... But for black people to pull themselves up by their bootstrap, according to Don Lemon, is not fucking possible. <laughs> but everybody can be a faggot, right? And a bulldogger and a transgender. That's possible. Ain't that some shit? That's what I said back, okay, at the end of the motherfucking day. So, whew. 
You got some seriously ass black devils on this fucking planet as well. But you can't blame the black devil, can you? Let's stop blaming the devil, man. This woman ain't nothing really. Look, man, they've endured. They survived. You don't survive with excuses. You understand? You're not dead. That's the moral of the fucking story. You understand? From me playing this 37 fucking minute video that took us the two, three and a half fucking hours. The moral of the story is if you survive, you can still do what you can do. You hear me? So, yes, this bitch can study. But, see, they still going to doctors and doubt, doctors be diagnosing their ass as unable to. You understand? That's what I'm getting at. Pull yourself up from your bootstrap. I've seen a lot of mother. See, it's one thing to be a survivor with excuses. It's another thing to be a survivor with victory. You know what I'm saying? What you, can, what you couldn't do and now you can do. You understand? So no matter what the government do have done to people past or present and happening now, if you survive this shit, don't give yourself excuses. Guess where excuses come from? Doctors. That's why they ask for a doctor's excuse. You hear me? You get me? So doctor give them excuses, on, and then the family believe those same excuses, and now you can't do it. Well, you know you got a problem concentrating, so you can't really concentrate. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, well, you know you got amnesia from time to time, so you can't really remember. All this fucking dumbass shit. You understand? So what happens to the brain, or what you believe is the mind, it still gets crippled, and the body believes whatever the fuck it is told to it and the brain, and the body and the brain takes it as reality. You know, you have to be careful getting mind fucked. Okay, you got to be very careful. You got to be strong. You understand? You you have to rebuke that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because the brain and the body will take it and see it as a reality. So the more these motherfuckers keep saying they suffer from depression, the mind and the body will take them through it. You understand? Nobody, listen, was there depression a million fucking years ago? No. Was there, any, was there a word called depression? They made that word up, okay? That is to attack the psyche, depression, anxiety, um, um, whatever the fuck else that they're saying, bipolar. They made that fucking shit up. They made all that shit up, you know what I'm saying? And then start diagnosing motherfuckers, and then people who under mass motherfucking psychic driving Start watching shows on Bipolar with Oprah, Sally Jesse, and goddamn 60 Minutes and shit, and then they start telling your ass that they think they got it, and they think you also got Bipolar. All this type of shit. Is that shit right there? I ain't goddamn, got no goddamn Bipolar. You ain't finna make no goddamn, get the fuck out of here with that whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Get the fuck out of here with that. They just making this shit up, putting it in your fucking brain, having you believe that's what you got. It's the same dumbass shit with motherfuckers. As soon as they start sneezing and coughing, 
Soon as they got a headache, motherfuckers thinking they got fucking goddamn corona. Bitch, you sneeze and cough at least once a goddamn week, and you may have a headache at least goddamn once a month. But mind control is still happening. It's real. How the fuck you been having these symptoms prior to psychic driving of mass motherfucking media putting all that shit in your fucking head? All of a sudden, you think you got COVID. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. The body will make it real. The body and the mind, man, that's what they after. So they figure, what? It's common sense, right? You get the mind, you got the body. Yes or no? You get the mind, you got the body. Okay. Uh, remember the DSM, Zena says, remember the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, went from a pamphlet to a thick-ass book, ba-ding, ba-ding, ba-ding. And you know what, Zena? I guarantee you, if we find out when that shit went from a goddamn two-page fucking pamphlet to a thick-ass book, I guarantee you it was around the 1950s and 60s. In 70s, when the book got thicker and thicker and thicker. I guarantee you, because it it's going to get thicker and thicker. And the only thing they took out of the mental disorder thick-ass books, homosexuality, pedophilia. Can you believe that? The new book. Yep, 1952, y'all. Zena just gave us the date. 1952 sound familiar to anybody? Mass Mind Control, MK Ultra, 1952. That's when the book got thick. You hear me? And the new, um, the new uh, DSM book, they only took out two things, boys and girls. And I'm gonna say it again: homosexuality and pedophilia. <laughs> Yeah, so if a motherfucker, yeah, they listen, um, I went to see a doctor bitch recommended by a doctor bitch, and this doctor bitch, bipolar, schizophrenic, all types of shit, right? This, she's a doctor. She got patients, got her own practice and shit. And at the end of the day, she didn't even fucking inspect my ass. Oh, only thing she was interested in was looking at my pussy. I was in a head-on car accident. That's with the white Bentley, my first Bentley that I had, right? This bitch was only concerned about looking at my pussy. Please let me look in your pussy. That type of shit, right? Um, I'm going, you know what I'm saying, I don't even know why. But anyway, that ain't the point. So before I know it, I'm not even laying on the goddamn hospital bed I'm not even laying on the hospital bed. This we using the white sheet, and she's drawing out her brain and explaining what's going on with her fucking brain and why she got to take all these goddamn drugs and um and 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 the bipolar and the tripolar and the quadpolar shit she diagnosed with. And I asked her, what are some of your um symptoms? This is for real. I asked her, um, you know, what is your problem? I'm, a, I'm like the fucking 
doctor to doctor to this bitch, right? White bitch too, by the way. And she said that they diagnosed her with bipolar because this bitch worked late. She worked late. In other words, after she closed up her practice, she goes home and she do more goddamn work, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in the morning and shit, right? It's because this bitch, his brain is on overdrive. She's want to build more practices or do whatever like that, and that is a disorder like a motherfucker. She is not going to bed at the standard time people supposed to go to bed. What time are you supposed to be in bed, y'all? What time do they tell us? At least by 8, 9 o'clock, get your eight hours, something is wrong with her. So now this bitch takes a million fucking drugs because her body tells her we still have work to do. So they put the body and all that shit to sleep, and now this dumb bitch as a doctor, I'm t- this is why I don't trust none of them. They fucked up, I'm telling you. They fucked up. They believe whatever another doctor tell their ass. You know what I'm saying? Because this bitch is at home working at 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the fucking morning on whatever special project that is in her head that she needs to fulfill. She is bipolar because of that. She has to take drugs because of that. And that's something. (laughs) So you can imagine. You know what, Zena? I'm going to buy that DSM book. We all need to get that dumbass shit and find out, like, yo, everybody, something wrong with everybody. Something wrong with every fucking body. If you look at that DSM book, something wrong with it. Okay? I got something else, too, and I shouldn't have erased it. When my daughter came over to study, um, one of the things that she wrote on the marker board to help, you know what I'm saying, if you want to, you know, whatever, on my marker board was um, ADD, attentive and attention deficit disorder, a few others. And she wrote down a list on each side of what it, what is it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how do you know you got that shit? Girl. <laughs> Look, if you let these motherfuckers tell you you got a disorder because your ass is interested in something else for a longer period of time and not interested in something else because it's a short period of time, something is goddamn wrong with your ass. This shit is amazing, okay? In a minute... Being who you are is a disorder. Being what you naturally is is a disorder. Because you can't keep my attention, I need a drug for it. Because I don't go to sleep like the rest of these ass fucks on this planet, something is wrong with me. Because I don't eat three meals a fucking day and snacks in between, something is fucking wrong with me. And that's something. But ain't nothing wrong with a homosexual and a fucking pedophile. Ain't that some? Ain't that some shit? Like, what the fuck going on? What the hell? What the hell is really? Man, all disorder, man. What the fuck? 
Everything wrong with everybody. But only a few motherfuckers know ain't shit wrong with them. And then what they tell you, you in denial. You need to still go see a doctor. You need a therapist. Fuck out of here. This is dangerous, boys and girls. Zena, I'm going to get that DMS book because I know I have to. I, I think Sananda has that new one. We want the new one. <laughs> we want the new one, goddammit. This shit here got everybody. I'm telling you, everybody got to be drawn up. You know what I'm saying? That's why they pushing the hell out of mental illness. You know, they've been pushing that mental illness shit for uh, what, for about five years now and now stronger for the past two years, mental illness. And they targeted black people first, remember? Even got black celebrities yelling, we have a serious situation in the black community. Black people are suffering from mental Ain't shit wrong with a goddamn. The only, listen. If you are if you are fucked up as a black person, right? If you are diagnosed with any of this, with anything, mental health problem, mental illness, mental health problems, physical, mental, emotional, it's because you still fucking with them five P's and plus that television and that damn mainstream media shit, and you trust these motherfuckers. And you believe every word that come out their goddamn mouth. This is why. You got to get the fuck away from them motherfuckers, man. The five P's, penal, penis system, psychology, politics. Psychology, politics, penal, physicians. I need one more five. I forgot the other one. Pornography. That's your five Ps. Pornography, psychology, uh, politics, penal, and philosophy. Thank you, I B. That's your five. Yeah, that's your five. And philosophy. That's your five Ps, Mr. Bryan. You they still fucking with them motherfuckers. That's the only reason why black people are fucked up. Great day, Nev. Nev, you going to give us some uh, hot damn politics tonight? They're not suffering from mental health issues. They just need some money. <laughs> they believe that shit, though. That's a narrative that celebrities are pushing, you know what I'm saying, because they, they want every nigga to think they got them got mental but they do. You will eventually got problems if you keep fucking with the people that's giving you the problems. You know what I'm saying? That shit going to happen. You know? I mean, I still don't get it. I still don't get it. The simple truth is this, and this is regarding, like, somebody like my mom. Everybody, to me, in my book got that mentality. Okay? One, you don't walk. You don't exercise. Your weight is too much for your height. One knee goes bad, right? Somebody with some sense says, all you need to do is walk, get that weight off your knees. The lab coat shoots something inside of a fucking knee. Now speeds up the deterioration of a cartilage. Now the bones are touching each other. Now there's surgery. 
Now there's therapy, right? Now next next knee, the next knee next to it, can't walk, going bad. Do the same, repeat repeat the step. All you got to do is walk. Get the weight off. No, goes to the lab coat. The pain is unbearable. Shoot some shit in the fucking knee. The cartilage starts to deteriorate. Now the two bones are rubbing. Now there's a need for surgery. Whose fault is it? That's that trust shit. Already on a million fucking drugs. This shit here. Look. The three white motherfuckers on this video, right, was drugged up by a psychiatrist, right, to help with one thing, and now they have a million other things wrong with them, right? You got me? So now the first white fat bitch is on goddamn drugs 24 hours a day, right, seven days a week. The man, the white man sitting in the chair on drugs 24 hours a day for something totally goddamn different. The last white woman, she goes to see a doctor, and the doctor can't help with migraines and all that type of shit, but yet on drugs. Keep going to the same motherfuckers, I'm telling you. Keep going to the five Ps every goddamn time. All of it makes up the government, the five Ps, yes or no. So there you have it. There you have it. Just this is uh CIA, MK Ultra, Declassified, Part Eleven. Hope y'all enjoyed the show. My man of the hour is up next. Um Nephew you gonna give us out damn politics. I ain't I ain't get I don't, I don't think you heard what I asked you. Oh, everything should be a go, gotcha. All right. So hot damn politics tonight. Um, it probably won't be on YouTube. It probably won't be on YouTube, so you got to call in or check out the archives once the show is low, uh, finished or whatever on iHeartRadio, WGAG Radio on Blog Talk, or check out the Facebook page, WGAG Radio, and you will be able to click play and listen to it and all that type of shit. So, anyway, um, State of the Union what, they got a State of the Union address going on, newbie? Huh? Who's giving the State of the Union? Rebecca? Man, you know all that shit is bullshit. Biden. Which Biden? <laughs> you know Biden can't get no goddamn State of the Union, man. <laughs> Goddamn, I wish it was a real body, man. That motherfucker there is incredible. You know what I'm saying? I'm just sick of seeing this redhead bitch speaking at these conferences for this motherfucker. Like, this little, because where the fuck is body, man? Look, who they got doing this shit? He he can't, he gone, the real one, the real one gone. That real one body, man, that motherfucker. <laughs> ah! That motherfucker there, 
That motherfucker, ain't what you giving us a state of the union, bitch? This ain't got nothing to do with America, Jack. What has it got to do with anything? And look, I've seen some pictures, right, that they said that um, that NATO and them armed the um, the um, the Ukrainians, right? Right, that NATO came and armed them. And I'm saying to myself, how the fuck did how the fuck they armed them? Like, like how you gonna get through? Like, like how the fuck you like? Did you fly over there and land and 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 bought big ass tanks? Or I mean, how the fuck did you get over there? What first thing? How the fuck that happens? How the fuck if a war going? How is you getting through it? I'm just, I, these are just remember questions, man. I'm like, I don't understand how the fuck they said they armed them niggas. This was like yesterday. How the fuck that happened if Russia all over in that motherfucker, man? You just told Russia, hold up, we just passing through. Let us pass this motherfucking potatoes and goddamn grits to the fucking Ukrainians, and then we'll get out y'all way and y'all continue to fight each other. How the hell this shit help? help? Do you understand, Brian? Brian, do you understand my question? If there is a war going on and been going on for the past, what, two, three weeks maybe? I don't fucking know. How did you give them some fucking arms? How is this possible? That's my question. If if me and you fighting right now, Brian, right, and I'm beating the hell out your ass with a bat, you got nothing. You have no weapon on you, and I'm beating your head. I'm beating the hell out your ass, right? Newbie comes with a bat for your ass. How's that gonna happen? How you? How is? How? How this? How? And his mission is to only give you the bat, not beat me with the bat. <laughs> but to hand the bat to your motherfucking ass. How the fuck? I got your ass. I'm beating your ass with a bat. How is this going to happen? It, I would believe, mind you, this Don Nicole Young motherfucker, I ain't never been mind fucked. But let me say this. I would believe the media and whoever the fuck else if they said that the United States is bringing in their military to help kick Russia's ass. But no, they said, this shit I saw said, they're just going to bring them some toys. So you're not going to use the toys on the Russian. You're just going to bypass the Russian with their toys, sneak by them, and just hand the toys over to the fucking, I mean, like, I would believe, like I said, if the headline said the United States military is coming to help fight Russia with the Ukrainians, other than they're just sending them weapons. <laughs> like, oh my God! So how the fuck are they? How, I mean, how is this? Where's the fuck? How the fuck is this gonna happen? If this, this is a lie, y'all. I'm telling y'all, believe that shit if you want to. All this shit is a goddamn lie. It makes no sense. Okay. It makes no sense. Naturally, if I'm getting my ass whooped, let's say by motherfuckers from the conscious community, the house of conscious, 
And I know every last one of you motherfuckers, right? What would you naturally do on the show? Would you just keep dropping links for me to factually whoop their ass by myself, or would you push one? Naturally, y'all niggas would push one and fight along my side with me. You are not going to be dropping links like, here, bust them up with page seven, bust them up with page eight. Here, him, you know, him. no, motherfucker, y'all all coming in. This is a natural shit, okay? This is natural. We jumping in this shit. Every last one of you, G gonna jump in, Newbie gonna jump in, Brian gonna jump in. What the fuck is this shit? They literally said, this is the headline now. They literally said, now we're just gonna pass them a few weapons and shit. Are you fucking kidding? I, I can't believe it. Y'all don't give a fuck what they say. You're not gonna get me to believe that bullshit. It's a natural reaction to fight. It's natural. Y'all seen it happen on this network, WGAG Radio. Even if I was getting my ass beat out here in these fucking streets, you are not passing me a fucking weapon. You're going to use that weapon and fight the motherfucker that's kicking my ass. Period. Y'all keep believing these headlines and this dumbass shit if you fucking want to. This is why y'all niggas get lost and forget about reality. You let this fictitious bullshit cloud your motherfucking, cloud the real natural, what to say? Right now this can be confirmed by two things. What? Three things. Experience, reasoning, and fucking evidence. They have people totally forgetting their experience, their reasoning, and their fucking evidence. Totally forgetting that shit. This, they're, they're lying to you, fucking humans, and you believe if every you what uh, nine ball say the first thing nine ball come in and say, which y'all niggas don't like listening to the first hour of the fucking show, so you show up at one o'clock. The problem with the what happened to the Ethiopian people, which is you, is that you lost the ability to reason. And I'm about to this motherfucker, man. Y'all having a water day. My man of the hour is up next. Hot damn politics tonight at 9, motherfucker, o'clock. As according to Neff says, it's looking good so far. So we'll see what happens. Y'all having a water day. I'm Donna Colleon. I'm signing out. Peace.